0: Welcome back ladies (laughs) and gentlemen I was definitely about to I was definitely about to give you a little bit of Little Mix Um, Welcome back to Growing Up Gay It's your boy Vaughn And it's your boy Malik How y'all doing? We hope y'all are doing well Hope you guys have been enjoying Your week, your day, your night, your month Your year, your pride Yes, happy pride month Happy pride month It's kind of funny because we are both gay Mm -hmm. and uh, of course our show is called growing up gay and by the way we do have pride merch available for you all if you want to um buy it you know like we said ally or oi you know we're the truth Mm um (laughs) but um yeah pride month so malik how have you been in the past almost two weeks since we last recorded yeah we last recorded two weeks ago we took a week off
1: because Vaughn and i were both booked and busy that's it very it was crazy how booked and busy we we both were last week um my pride month and my week has been really awesome um i spent last weekend in miami that was a blast although it rained the whole fucking time you were
0: you were you were you were giving very much like beach body like listen like swimsuit edition
1: i felt like i was on the cover of sports illustrated um, that, that's what you were giving I, I was. I felt like I was Tyra Banks Like no shade I felt amazing <laughs> uh, I was letting my inner inner come out And if you know what your inner inner is You have to just look deep inside And say how do I feel today What do I want to give And I let that come on right. out Right You gave it Thank you friend I appreciate that Um. So Miami was fun I was down there with my homegirl Hope For the uh, Black For the, um, the African American uh, Black Film Festival Nice Great event um, and, you know, this week has been really awesome for me because I've been able to teach so much yoga in the past two weeks. Um, I did a I did a whole fucking yoga commercial with Bela Drink. It's an all-natural, holistic, herbal um, infusion uh, energy drink that has no calories, no sugar. It's really delicious. It's called Bela. Oh. So you guys definitely go drink Bela. Uh, shameless. Plug and uh, you know, shout out to them for uh, allowing me to be in their ad for their campaign. It was so much fun. Shout out to Bring It On. I'm, yoga. I'm gonna
0: need I'm gonna need Bayla to um, cut a check. Run us some product, and cut us a check. Okay. But, listen, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to really <laughs> talk
1: to them about the, uh, the owner about that. No shade. Yes. Um, but <laughs> all in all, it's been a really good week. Um, you know, Vaughn and I you, we were talking earlier about um just you know, work and how work it could be such a downer sometimes. But I'm looking at the bright side. I'm looking at the positives. I have so many things to be grateful for, be thankful for, and and, and you know, the yoga shit is really popping off. So good, and, and I'm so excited about it. And um, yeah, man, things are going good. I'm having a good week, friend. How are you feeling this week?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I feel like for the past um. Two weeks or so I've I've been very like all over the place But I'm in high spirits today There is something and you know My mother always stretched cleanliness Like she always preached cleanliness She's a very clean woman And she raised her her sons to be very uh, Clean and orderly But like there is just something about A clean house that can just change Your entire mood it Sure and, can. and like really turn your, your day Your week around Um But I've been good I've been all over the place Life has been happening To me and at me Um You know I've been fighting depression Mm. But I'm winning That bitch Goodbye uh, bitch I knocked that hell out today Yes Um But I've been growing a lot And I've been learning a lot And I've been Uh Uh Taking My Trying my best to take care of myself I went out and got myself a massage Ooh Um A full body massage Uh Like pampered myself the other day Um because sometimes you just have to Like sometimes when you got a lot of shit going on And you're stressed You just have to say, look, I I deserve this hour And it was, it felt so good Like, so good You know, I understand why people get like Happy endings, if you will Yeah Because I was like, listen If this ended with like a little bit more of a foot rub Ooh and like a hand drop at the same time. You'd be happy with that. That would have been a real moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me keep it a bug. Like, oh, this feels great. The ambiance is amazing. Like, my masseuse was cute. Like, I was like, this, this is a. I get it. Y'all are nasty, but I get it. Like, but no, it was a. I had a great massage. I've had, um, I'll say, an eventful past two weeks, um, emotionally and mentally. But I'm in a great place right now, and I'm ready to evolve into the baddest of the batter bitches. Because so that's who you are, that's, your that's heart. That's my focus right now. Absolutely. That's who you are, your heart. Absolumo.
1: Yes. Well, good yes, for you, absolutely. friend. I'm happy that <laughs> uh, the week rounded out well for you. Right. Good. Absolutely. So, Get It Together. For those who are new to the show, Get It Together is a portion when Vaughn and I kind of sound off on a health wellness, fitness, or life-based tip of the day of the week, how we're feeling. And today, uh, for those who follow me online, I've been uh, posting about Beyonce yoga. I taught it today at Seven Yoga. It was a whole hour yoga class, um, filled with Beyonce, some of her greatest hits. Uh, and it was so much fun. And the theme was Be Your Best Beyonce, um, and I just started the class off by saying Beyonce prepared eight months for a two hour performance. What are you doing?
0: Ooh, listen. <laughs> what are you doing? That you know what is so funny about that friend, and you know we speak about alignment. I had this conversation with myself because my birthday is in October, and like that whole summer body shit, not happening. <laughs> like uh-huh. she's <laughs> she's not happening this summer not happening yeah. <laughs> so i had that conversation with myself like you know what self you can't do it in two weeks no like you need to stop you cannot do it beating in two yourself weeks. up over not accomplishing it in two weeks so my goal now is my birthday yes october i'm coming for you hoes like,
1: yes I'm yes
0: coming. she might get her a little early amen 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 but, and know, if it happens October's it happens. the
1: goal and i think what's really great about being your best beyonce is that she prepared eight months for a two hour performance, but do you think you know, every step of that eight months she was on her best game? Hell no. 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 You know, she had she had peaks and she had valleys. And it's about how can you be your best Beyonce even when you're sad? How can you be your best Beyonce even when shit is not quite right? Well, it's about looking at shit for what it is and saying, Hmm, in spite of this circumstance I'm still gonna do something. I'm still going to put my best foot forward. Even if I can't do this right now, I'm still going to attempt to do something. Hey, if you have a great idea, you know, you know you're know, you great at this particular skill, how can you hone in on it a little bit more? How can you cultivate that skill, that practice, to be able to get the, the most out of it? How can you really milk it for what it's worth? And today in class, I was going around providing hands-on assist and adjustments for people and it's just amazing how we limit ourselves and I think I was able to go around and kind of just touch people as they were doing things and they were shocked about how much further they were able to push themselves and how much further they were able to just go within their practice and I think being your best Beyonce it's not always going to be the obvious things in your life sometimes it's going to be the more some of the more subtleties the nuances that we kind of glance over we think they don't matter but they do matter like hey if you if you woke up this morning you said i'm gonna have a good day that's being your best beyonce bitch you know just waking up saying i'm gonna have a great day i'm gonna do this i'm gonna put a smile on my face like that's being your best beyonce that's being your best whatever um so that's my get it together you know, cultivate your best, even if it's just even if it's just one percent more. If that's your best today, hey, cool. It's gonna look different every day, so don't beat yourself up over it. But um, try to try. Cause
0: as as Tisha Campbell Martin said in her best Beyonce, yeah, it's the journey.
1: It's the journey, and then she also said, "I'm still <laughs> I." Right.
0: Here. Listen, listen. Tisha was dropping gems. Oh, Tisha has all the the gems. They weren't ready. They weren't ready.
1: Yeah, Tisha has a gem. So that's my get it together for the week, for the day, for the month. For Pride Month, be your best Beyonce.
0: What is your best Beyonce? Are you more of a Sasha Fierce? Or are you a a self-titled? Are you a Dangerously in Love? mm, What's your best Beyonce?
1: My best Beyonce right now is very... Uh, ooh, I I, 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 I want to say 4.
0: Mm. Okay. And I want
1: to say 4 because 4 was a bit of a, f- a a bit of a shuffle, a bit of a misstep, if you will.
0: Come on, come on shuffle. Uh, you know, she was a bit of a shuffle. She
1: was a bit of a shuffle. You know, she, <laughs> <of a shuffle. laughs> you know, she had she had great content. You know, listen, nice gowns. Beautiful (laughs) gowns. Beautiful (laughs) gowns. Beautiful (laughs) gowns. She had great content. But she missed the mark with with the rollout with it being fresh with you know with it being creative and and, and kind of like some of some of the execution was just a miss but i think overall she had great content great you know a great idea she wanted to go back to basics and that's what i'm doing i'm going back to basics i'm getting in my bag i'm giving the girls what they want but mm, maybe the, mm. maybe the rollout. You know, was shaky. you
0: know what you know what you know what I'm on my my who runs the world right I'm
1: now. I'm on my who runs the world, bitch. I'm I on gave my who runs the world, but production. bitch, when I
0: when I get to my drunk and love, that's you it. hoes, when I get
1: to my drunk and love, better prepare, bitch,
0: get ready, you hoes, better prepare. I like that. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. I'm for right I'm
1: now. I'm very much for. but but but, but bitch, when self title hits, just know you're gonna gag and you're gonna feel just it. Just know <laughs> you're gonna know
0: there won't be you, any questions
1: know. asked if I'm there or not because it'll be obvious.
0: There we go. I love that. Yeah. Th- I love that. Um, <laughs> that was a great get it together. Um, my get it together for this week is talk through it. Mm. And this for me is about the importance of sharing what you're going through with your, you know, the people that you love, not with everybody. Don't tell everybody a business. Yeah. But with the people that you love, the people that you trust, um, transparency is very important. And it's something that, and communicating in general is very, very important. And it's something that I'm not the best at. Um, whenever I'm going through anything, I tend to uh, disappear. That's um, that's kind of how I take care of myself, yeah. or that's kind of how I at least deal with whatever I'm going through is by not having to put other people through it. Um, I don't like to be vulnerable, although I d- I've done some of that on the show. I don't like to be vulnerable. I don't like to... Um, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want anyone to feel however I'm feeling. So whenever I'm tend- going through anything, I don't really discuss it. Um, and Malik actually called me earlier this morning and we had like a very honest, um, very real conversation with each other, like out of fucking nowhere. Randomly. And it was, it was so needed because mm-hmm. it really, his energy in that moment, like switched my day around for me. And it really just, reiterated for me how important it is to open up you know that takes more strength than you know bottling everything up and 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 you know suffering through it in silence and trying to to act like everything is okay Um, Cause sometimes shit just isn't Okay Jessie J wrote a whole song about it Mm -hmm. You know She told us Sometimes it's
2: hard Yeah It's tall bitch
0: Okay Anyway But the point (laughs) is (laughs) Talk Through it It's uh, With now Again I'm not telling you to tell nobody your business Okay These have to be people you love People you trust People that you know you can confide in And you know like I said I get it that sometimes You don't want to burden those people With what you're going through That is literally my whole life But sometimes you just need to get it out And sometimes just getting it out People can can help you see what you don't see People can help you You know Get to the other side of whatever wherever you need to go So that's my get it together for this week Find someone, if you're going through something, if you're having struggles, find someone that you can confide in and just be honest with and just get it off of your chest. That way you can just breathe a little bit better.
1: I love that. I love that. Sharing is caring. Yes.
0: Yeah. like Not just with snacks.
1: (laughs) There's an expression, um, if you see something, say something. And I think if you feel something's not right, if you feel tense, just say
0: something, you know? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, say something.
0: Say some I don't know why I'm in a singing ass mood anyway. Nigga, you always in a singing um, ass mood. Don't. <laughs> it's literally my life. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're going to take a quick little commercial break and we'll be right back with you. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying the episode thus far. If you don't already, please follow myself and Malik on our personal social medias. You can follow me on Instagram at Vonagram or on Twitter at underscore Von. And you can follow Malik on Instagram at YoMalik and on Twitter at YoMalik. Now let's get into the next one. Alright, so we are back with this week's uh, Growing Up Gay. And we know it's Pride Month and you know we could be focusing more on the gay community. And you know the things that we're proud of and we'll get there Uh, We actually have a very fun episode a very good episode planned uh, for you guys next week But this week we just wanted to do something that was light something that was fun Um, Just something that i'm sure you guys will enjoy and a conversation you guys will want to partake in Um, For those of us that are in our mid-20s mid to late 20s early 30s The 90s and early 2000s were like a very pivotal moment moment for us Mm -hmm. we were growing up then it's what's impacted us the most you know sonically visually um a lot especially if you're a creative a lot of your art is born from the 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 gems that the people you know of of the 90s and early thousands dropped into us a lot of their knowledge was passed on to us a lot of their influence is clearly passed on to us um so we just kind of wanted to share with you guys And again, this is a part of us growing up Because we grew up in the, the 90s and early 2000s So we just want to share some of our favorite moments from that time frame And I'm calling it Favorite Fives Because we have five songs, artists, albums, TV shows um, And just faves from the 90s that we want to discuss with you all So please... If you're um, listening to us and you happen to have a Twitter or an Instagram, please share uh, with us your favorite fives. We will be asking you all about this as well. So, interact, partake, have fun, and enjoy. So, first, we wanted to discuss um, some five of our favorite songs from the 90s and early 2000s. Now, early 2000s, we're capping it at 2003, because I feel like <laughs> beyond 2003 is the mid-2000s and late-2000s, so early 2000s (laughs) 2000s. what's your number five
1: now my list is in it's not in order necessarily so right we'll just go ahead and say number five in no order i'm gonna say cisco thong song
0: a moment a
1: moment a fucking moment history a moment in video cinematography like dancing hip-hop spot Hey, just a moment. Let me tell you something. That was my shit. Yes, when I saw that man fly in the air across those people in the video, I lost it.
0: Oh my god! We should have done music videos because the '90s and early 2000s had the best, the best music videos. videos. Come
1: on, I mean, the Thong song is
0: like my shit. That was my shit. Unleash the dragon. Unleash the dragon.
1: He, I mean, he had Buku. Boo cool boo boo jams yes um so Cisco's thong song number five
0: Um My Number Five is a little grown and sexy. Okay. She's a little uh mature <laughs> Um Red Light Special by TLC Ooh
1: That's a good one
0: My fucking jam Now my favorite absolute favorite part of this song outside of Chili going off on the bridge. I don't know why, but the way <laughs> But when when um, T-Boss says, take a good look at it, yes. look at him now. I'm like, your bitch was nasty. <laughs> like, nasty <that> now. Is... <laughs> and I think that's probably my favorite thing about 90s R&B. It was so well written that they could say like the nastiest things and it's like still okay For like in the company of children Because like you tend to You have to pay a little Like next too close Had no clue until I was a good 16 That that song was about a boner And it's funny because you listen back to it now And he's literally even saying Like Stop You're dancing too close too slow Feel a little poke coming through on But it's like I wasn't thinking about that You were just dancing Just having
1: a good time Right
0: Exactly. So TLC, Red Light Special, classic, amazing, phenomenal. Baby, it's yours. Amazing. Yes.
1: Listen, we love a suggestive song, and Babyface, we do definitely ruled the '90s. Um, Absolutely, no question. No questions asked. No question. My
0: next song is gonna be
1: Bootylicious. Hey, jam!
0: Another jam. Another jam. Another
1: jam. The video was sickening as well. Love the colors. Um, just love
0: that guitar riff. That's over and
1: over again. It's such, it's such a great sample. Um, and you know their voices are just so good. There are just so many influences in Bootylicious that I love. I love the way the song is stacked and the harmonies and just this, this, this how um melodic they, their voices are together. that song I love it and you know it's it's a good jam.
2: Move your body
0: up and down. Make your booty touch the ground. Yeah. I can wonder why I'm about to God find for you, babe. Yes. Now, me personally, the remix. Oh, with <laughs> Missy and
1: Timbaland. Listen. That the remix? remix. Yes, it's sickening. And Listen. the video. See, back in the day, so they sickening. actually gave you a real remix. They a real remix. The song, like, come on.
0: Come listen on. I love Kelly's voice on that remix I don't know what it is Like about her tone And just the way the delivery on that remix But whoo yes.
1: Such a good song So that's my yes. number 4
0: Classic Um <clears throat> My number 4 is Genie in a Bottle By Ooh, none other than Christina Aguilera That's a
1: great way. Um
0: Listen I feel like I Classic for centuries of lonely nights, come on, baritone. Someone. Listen, Christina did the fuck what she had to yeah, do. Yeah,
1: that song is sickening. That that's like, a song. That's a song. Another
0: song that's so well written. Hormones speeding at this speed of life, but that don't mean you gotta be tonight. Listen, the 90s girls let you know I want to fuck, but like I can't right now. (laughs) Like, I gotta be classy. (laughs) Like, listen, Monica literally said, not the first night. But not the first night. Like, not the first night. Like, I I could make a move, but I won't. I know you probably think that something is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But when I do that, it won't be right. I want to get down, bro. But not the first first night. night. Not the best <laughs> right, like The nineties girls were classy. Okay. <laughs> they were classy. They wanted it bad.
1: They wanted it bad. The '90s <laughs> said, girls. Just wait they, till the
0: second day, man. We gotta wait till the second or third date. They were very lusty. Very lusty. They very were. lusty. They were. They were. <laughs> but yeah. Uh Jeannie in the bottle is my number four.
1: Mm. I like that. Um so my number 3 round to get out is going to be Maya Love like whoa. Listen. Now this was a video
0: bitch.
1: Okay. A performance.
0: When I Maya tell performed.
1: you Maya performed, this was a performance video if you've ever seen one in your life.
0: Oh, uh, we don't get those
1: anymore. No. Mama gave you looks. She gave you dance. She gave you everything you wanted. Um, produced by Missy. I think Missy wrote it too, right? Oh.
0: Wow. Yeah, I believe so.
1: Okay, yeah. Love Like Whoa off it. of her. You mo- know Missy did everything. Off of her Mood Ring album was so sickening. Um and I just love that song. Like Maya will forever be legendary for so many songs and that's definitely one of them.
0: Absolutely. Like the tap dance scene. Ooh, that the split in the Adidas outfit. Scene. Like
1: uh, Oh yeah. That tap scene a moment. That tap scene was sickening. The scene when she threw the bottle when she brought the guitar. It just yes. was such just Ugh. a very visually compelling album. I mean, um uh uh video. Song. Yeah, yeah song for yeah. sure.
0: Just uh now I wanna go ahead and give y'all a fair warning. Okay, I have a few ties.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do too, several.
0: I'm sorry. They are just they're there. Okay. Um my number three is like a three way tie. It's so a threesome, if you will. Okay. Um <laughs> she is uh a mixture. Um first is an album cut and I did this per like, you know, Little taste of everything, right? You got an album cut with Tony Braxton's How Many Ways.
1: Ooh. Bitch, you
0: you you took me in. You took me in. We're talking album cuts here, okay? First of all. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. B sides. Okay. Listen. So Tony's debut is a classic, period. Yeah. Period. Right? How many ways is like my most favorite Tony Braxton song. Mm-hmm. Just the vocal, the writing, the production, just everything. It's just it's so 90s. It feels so good. It's it's lusty, but like in a very like romantic and sensual and, and just dope. It's just phenomenal across the board. Agreed. Phenomenal across the board. So I had to include that. I also wanted to give like a night like a one hit wonder moment with my number three as well. So, I have Groove theories tell me, oh, I love Groove
1: Theory. You took it back with that listen, one.
0: Amel, that voice is phenomenal. The song's still jam I don't care where you are. you hear you hear that bumping out of a car, you're gonna bop like you hear it coming on at a party you're gonna bop. it's a, just a classic brilliant song, like perfect, perfect, perfect song, and then my last tie for <laughs> number three. Is a early 2000s jam, you don't have to call by Usher. Mm. Like, jam! Yeah. Like, jam. Oh my god. Yeah, that's obviously, that's my shit. Yeah. Okay, like, Usher was that nigga. Like, there's, like, I could honestly do a whole episode on Usher. I love him so much. Like, ugh. Like, just. Brilliant. You don't have to call with the video, the production. Again, Neptune's quintessential nineties, early two thousands production, just top tier amazing. Amazing. So that's my last number three. You don't have to call Usher.
1: Okay. <clears throat> uh my number two is gonna be the Queen Bee's Crazy in Love, which debuted June. Classic. Uh I'm sorry, which debuted May twenty thirteen. Classic, 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 staple, classic, Horns. timeless,
0: tens across, the board, tens if across you will. the board,
1: this song Video is
0: phenomenal, yep, bitches still uh, want to give a jean, a short, you know, a coochie cutter, a tank top and a red heel, like, that look is still, stormed,
1: ta- like, that look is a timeless look, like, it will be, t- it will be 2080, and, and you still can come out the house in a tank top. A booty a booty short and a jean And a red pump And you will slay The scene Like That is a and timeless outfit And people will know, people will know Exactly w- what you're giving And where you got it from yeah. Um, yeah Crazy in Love Is just I think One of those songs That it's just like When you hear it, It's like mm, That's a bop That's yeah. a jam That's an iconic Absolutely. song And uh, It's my number two Crazy in Love My queen There we have it Perfect
0: Perfect. Um, my number two and my number one are both uh, ties. I'm sorry. So my number two is also a tie, not a three-way. It's just two this time. Um, and they're t- it's tied for two different reasons. One, this is one of my all. One of the songs is one of my all-time favorite songs. Just phenomenal across the board. And the other is I feel like '90s in a song. Like if there was one song where I'm like. What does the '90s sound like? If I want to tell someone what the '90s sounded like, and I could only use one song, this would be it. So the first one is "No Ordinary No Ordinary Love" by Shadé.
1: Now you're so, gonna be, you're gonna <laughs> me. Listen,
0: <laughs> anyone that knows me knows I love Sade like stand for Sade my father was actually the one that got me into Sade um I remember going to my dad's house and this was again in the early 2000s because I'm not gonna lie I was not into Sade in the 90s clearly I'm like a child um (laughs) (laughs) I was a whole baby like just born (laughs) like I couldn't walk so I clearly was not into Sade then but um In the mid, like, 2006-ish was when I fell in love with Sade because my father, Stan. And No Ordinary Love is just, again, I'm a sucker for writing. Brilliantly written. And the video is, like, so iconic to me. The whole mermaid in the water running. Like, just, like, phenomenal music. Like, just good-ass music. Like, we don't get it like that no more. Yeah. Like, just brilliant. So beautifully written. The production, it was, it's just, oh, uh, like everything about that song is, is brilliant, like across the board. So that's the first one. And again, I'm so sorry. I live in New York. So y'all are probably hearing all type of, all type of thing of go on. But please,
1: <laughs> just try on? and ignore it. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> there's so many things happening. Um, But my number two, again, this is my song that is like, what's the 90s? Honey by Mariah Carey. Ooh. Yeah. That's the 90s. That's the 90s. Like, it's R&B but pop and also hip hop. Like, just a mixture, a smorgasbord, if you will, of everything mixed with a great vocal. And one of the most, one of the first music videos that ever captivated me as a child was the Honey music video. because the 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 scene where she dove off the roof, off the balcony into the pool, changed my life changed my entire life because i love to swim i had a pool in my backyard do y'all know how many times i dove off my roof (laughs) trying to recreate that like amazing just mariah honey that girl she created the sound amazing so that's my my number two
1: okay well number one I have a whole mood of what the '90s feels for me. Like when I think of '90s, I think of you know deep R and B. I think of like you know Keith Sweat. I think of yes, you know Teddy Riley begging ass begging. I think of begging begging. So niggas used to begging. They used to beg beg Johnny Gill. (laughs) They 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 don't beg anymore. Look, listen, Mm. Luther. Okay, so number one. I have Contagious Ozzy Brothers. Now, when you, you hear that. When you hear contagious, contagious When you saw the video
0: What listen. the hell is Going dum, on dum, between dum. the she's In my home. Now <laughs> Baby, wait, let me explain before C'est You, the point you came. Yes. Yes.
1: That song, that visual, that era, that feeling, that moment is just what a time. It's a time like they don't tell stories time. like that in music. Anymore.
0: What the hell is going on between the sheets in Mo? They told a story. That was, listen, a whole story. A whole story. Like, like I love from it. beginning to end. Yes, rooted to the tutor. So rooted contagious. Tutor. Next, you did that.
1: Next, we have Last Night by As As Yet. Last night, ooh, I was inside of you. Now let me hey. tell you something. That's also my jam. Sickening vocal arrangement. Whoever whoever arranged and produced that song, the vocals
0: are just nasty. That nigga said he saw the sun, the moon, the mountains.
1: Uh, <laughs> As yet, last night, that song is a definitely a male vocal standard. Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Moving swiftly and quickly, meeting in my bedroom. Silk now. (laughs) Woo!
0: Now, yes, friend, you are doing this, okay? Silk
1: had the hits for
0: the night, didn't they? You know what's so funny?
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm talking lose control, meeting in my bedroom. If it's just so many songs that Silk has
0: i have the most random again most random story about silk so (laughs) back in my early vaughn tv twitter days now i'm clarifying this was vaughn tv not underscore vaughn okay underscore vaughn is calm down but back in my vaughn tv days i'll never forget um someone i guess they had like a greatest hits album or something coming out and i remember i retweeted it and i was like so like how many times are y'all going to meet in one bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> e, bitch. Because, that's like, I, compl- I completely forgot. And I remember I retweeted them. And I was like, so how many times are y'all going to meet in one bedroom? And they snapped on me, like, we got classics. Y'all don't know. And I was like, okay, sis, we met in the bedroom. Because I, com- I had forgotten that they had, like, these other. Now, let's be clear. They don't have that many other songs. It's
1: about three or four. That's it.
0: Right, an EP. Y'all an did not EP. need to album. Now. <laughs> like, Come on. y'all Gertie need hits, <laughs> <laughs> hits EP. Please. Like, it's all y'all needed. But still, like the most random story. That's hilarious. All the good old Twitter days. Uh, and
1: my last song is gonna be um, one that I think people should know. It is a vocal standard. How can I ease the pain by Lisa, by Lisa Fisher? Now,
0: I knew you were gonna say this. That just got chills. I knew you were gonna say that. Uh. If you don't know. How can I
1: ease the pain? By Lisa yeah. Fisher, the Lisa Fisher, the Grammy Award-winning Lisa Fisher, who tied with Patti LaBelle at the Grammys in nineteen ninety-seven. Mama said,
0: "Out and in, you go." Okay, I
1: think. All alone. Sing. <laughs> so All yes, that's, that's my last play. one. How can I ease the
0: pain? Lisa Fisher. Oh, talk about a vocal! Oh, like, she sang from the back like people don't really sing from the back no she sang from the back like from the back she the Lisa had like the presence of Whitney vocally but like Mariah's dexterity and range yep. vocally. it was a lot. like how do you have that much voice mm-hmm. like ugh, Lisa Fisher ugh. made the
1: girl sit down sit down and go home listen
0: the girl said hold now wait a wait a minute who is that <laughs> like what is going on over there so she can do all of this all of the, all she of can this. do all of the things low high middle and keep it controlled mm-hmm. resonant and fluid wait Did a I minute don't. no lisa listen y'all are lucky lisa didn't have one more song would have been a problem
1: yeah lisa uh lisa had that one album and then she paid it
0: Mm-hmm. She was like, "I'm gonna go back to singing with these white niggas because yeah. <laughs> I don't got time." <laughs> um, my number one is also a tie. Um, and again, one of these songs is the '90s, and then one of these songs is the early 2000s. Period. The first one is "One in a Million by Aaliyah. Ooh, such a good song. The '90s. Period. Like the that's 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 the, the 90s, '90s again. R and B with a little bit of hip hop. Like wrapped up in a bow. Yeah. Like perfect like one of the best songs ever written. Production phenomenal. Vocal was perfect. Not too much, just enough. Like per like I this is not yeah. It's Aaliyah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Period. That's that's nineties R and B Aaliyah.
0: Big dot. Like Period. That's all that needs to be said. Um, the second, Why Don't We Fall In Love by A. Marie. Oh.
1: Defines yeah. the That's early 2000s. Definitely
0: early 2000s. Define the... the early 2000s. Like, perfect. Again, a perfect song. Yeah. Like, literally, the what's the issue with it? There's no issue. It's a perfect song. Like, you never get tired of it. Beautifully written. Good vocal. Like, iconic video. Like, like it's summer Like it's spring It's it's good Like good weather Like for your song To feel like good weather Do you know how impactful You have to be Like It feels like good weather Yeah like It,
1: does. it feels like Summertime Yeah Or like spring a Good summer A good summer Good
0: spring Not this bullshit That New York is trying to give me Cause I don't know What the fuck Is wrong with New York But this weather's trash but anyway, one in a million, and why don't we fall in love?
1: Love, 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 love. love. Now I didn't, um. <laughs> I didn't quite care for it when she sang on the uh, on the Ellen show.
0: Oh, you mean recently? Recently, I think people gave her a lot. I saw people saying, "Oh, she sounds awful." She didn't sound awful. The chorus was not good.
1: The chorus, was everything else, good. I felt
0: like was okay. I felt like the ad libs but... were
1: subpar as well, though
0: they were I think the the problem was she was trying to sing it like Ariana and I think in her head for some for whatever reason I think because Ariana has such a light voice whereas a Marie has a warmer raspier voice I think she was naturally thinking it was placed higher but it really isn't placed very high ariana keeps it very like mm-hmm, like you used to like yeah. right there yeah. and Emery was like trying to sing it up here and i was like that's not where <laughs> it's like mama <laughs> that's not where it is come on down like, come down come on down. down come on down mama like you to, <laughs> you didn't have to go all the way up there it's not that's not where she places everything else up there but that one was not placed there like she Ooh. kept it in your pocket that was a problem but anyway, we're gonna move on from songs into artists. Um, so again, five of our favorite artists from the artists from the '90s or early 2000s. Shoot,
1: number five, Destiny Child.
0: Um, digga, 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 digga. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put them on my list because I knew you would.
1: Yeah, Destiny Child. Um, listen, the Writers on the Wall" album. Y- you can hit play and let it go.
0: You sure can. Um, every song sure on that can. album
1: bumps. Every song on that album jumps.
0: Wrote it to the Titter. Self self titled.
1: You can you can hit play. In my opinion, some people don't really go up for self titled, but I go up. Wait, for Beyonce
0: self titled. Destiny's
1: Child self titled.
2: Oh. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Um, and then Survivor is a whole bop in itself. I just think that Destiny's Child really
0: skip. Survivor is a bit of a skip for me. I don't really Survivor. I could see... Now, Destiny's Fulfilled, Writings on the Wall.
1: I could huh. see why people could think that Survivor could be a skip, but I think Survivor was one of those albums that really cemented them as a pop in B group. Oh, without a doubt. Without um, a doubt. And I think there were so many tracks in that album that, was ser- that, that were really experimental for them as far as their sound and really doing... Like Happy Face? Huh?
0: Like Happy Face?
1: Like Happy Face, like Apple Pie, La Moe, like like... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, fuck! I lost my train of thought. Um, fan- there's a few like, on there. like, like, fancy. So yeah, there are a few, a few songs few on, on, on Survivor I thought that they really played with the way that the way they sounded in their production. So I'm gonna give my number five to Destiny's Children for my favorite Children artists of, of the nineties and two thousands.
0: Um, my number five is going to be a tie um <clears throat> two of my favorite people brandy and usher like
1: that's interesting you put them together
0: i that i it's cuz to me they almost served the same purpose like they were young you know cute they made great music i feel like usher star of course took off when brandy's kind of started to dim um Usher had more of a reign in the early 2000s Because he his sound went a little more pop Still R&B But a little more commercial Whereas Brandy kind of stayed more in the urban R&B pocket She played around with a few things um, And she still definitely still had her successes Because Full Moon, oh what an album Come on <sighs> What an album um, But like they both mean so much to me Vocally they both mean so much to me A lot of my early trying to wishing I could sing Was because of Brandy and Usher Like you know, just Brandy and usher, that's brandy, brandy
1: and usher, usher. That's yeah number five, um <clears throat> my number four is gonna be a tie again, this is no, and this is no this is not in any particular order, so don't read me, Whitney <laughs> and Mariah, the reason I put them together like that oh is because, yeah, it makes
0: per- makes perfect sense, I mean they
1: owned the nineties, they owned the eighties uh Whitney for sure, um, and just. We're talking about two voices that are machines, two vocal machines, literally, two people literally. that could blueprints. literally do no wrong in blueprints. their prime. Bl- um, but yeah. but but really, two varying voices. You know, they were completely yeah. different. You know, Whitney yeah. <clears throat> was just a powerhouse when it came to the strength and the tone behind her notes, and also the agility the that, um, um, along with the. Um, the vocal agility that she had within her voice, being able to do a lot of the runs with really, really quickly and going from her um, f- from her chest voice to her head voice, you know, and then Mariah, seamlessly, yeah, seem- like like seamlessly. like seamlessly going, you know, transitioning from her head voice and her chest voice. And Mariah just had a voice that was just, in my opinion, unmatched. Um, she could do th- there was nothing she could not sing. There was nothing she could not do vocally. Um, so Whitney and Mariah, to me, I think those two ladies are when it comes to the standard, when it comes to knowing how to sing well. Um, and, and, and and their voices just were, I mean, perfection in their prime, in my opinion, Absolutely. during that time.
0: Absolutely. My, both mind-blowing for different reasons. For and different it's, reasons, yeah. Like, it's insane to me that people even got to witness both voices at the same time. Yep. Like, could you imagine being able to go from a Whitney concert to a Mariah concert?
1: Yeah. Like, it would just be so much singing. It would be crazy.
0: Like, like, what is that like? To go from a Whitney concert to a Mariah concert. And then to a Celine concert. And then to a Tony concert. Like, there's just so much singing. So much singing. So much singing. So much singing. And, like, the way that... Whitney's oh, Whitney's voice just had so much power and presence. Like I'll never forget when she walked out at the MTV uh, VMAs and just and she just sit. All she said was and I, and held the note, and you couldn't even see her. and Everyone was on their feet because they knew, like they knew, like oh bitch, She's <laughs> oh something is coming, something is coming. Like you t- talk about winter is fucking coming, like. Oh, and then Mariah, I could talk about Mariah's voice like for days. Yeah. Like, <sighs> everything about it is perfect. Like,
1: my favorite thing the about voice. The fact that she voice. used to
0: be able to sing in her like whistle register. Yes, music, I was just going to say that. Like, yes. Pronounce whole words mm-hmm. and like jump from note to like rift and run and like just the agility is. Oh, insane. Like,
1: I love that voice. I love that video. Um, it's, it's an old school clip. It's when she's singing with, with the background dancers and she's just whistling her head voice. um And it's like her and three guys and they're just singing. And yeah. she's just whistling and going crazy. It's like, oh my gosh, girl, get out of here. Oh,
0: insane. Yeah. Like, so that's
1: my number four, Mariah <laughs> and Whitney.
0: Uh, My number four is Aaliyah. Nice. Um, None other than... And and I want to say really quick before we get into Aaliyah, two definite people that need to be honorably mentioned because they're not on my list, giving this away, Monica and Alicia Keys. Agreed. We don't give Alicia... I want to say this. We do not give Alicia Keys enough of her credit, which is kind of shady because I didn't add her on my list, but I'm saying this now. Whatever. Y'all can judge me if you want to. Um, (laughs) Alicia Keys was early 90s r&b early mid 90s r&b i mean mid 2000s r&b like that her and that fucking piano yep. y'all wasn't seeing her diary diary Fall- diary fallen fallen you don't Bitches know still my name couldn't get up like you oh my you don't know my fucking name are you crazy oh like yes. Insane. So I have to, I have to mention her because I, I, I realized after I did this that I didn't include her, and I, I just have to say like, undeniable, phenomenal, probably the best R and B act of the two thousands. Like when it comes to R and B, like just she stayed true to her sound, and she. I have to mention her. So Aaliyah, I mean Alicia Keys. So back to Aaliyah. Um, I put Aaliyah as number four on my list because she to me was like the perfect culmination of what the 90s sound like became R&B for the 90s became. And then like how you added like just a dash of pop on it to make it like palpable to like white people and like those out there. Although I don't think Aaliyah made her music for white people at all. I don't think she ever made her music with going pop in mind. Um, But she just, she had such a phenomenal ear for music and a lot of times we talk about writers and you know people who can sing back and all these other things but i think the most important part about being a musician is having a good ear because i don't care how many songs you write how many songs you produce how many songs you sing the fuck out of if they aren't good (laughs) i don't want to hear them period like i don't care how many registers how many notes i don't care how many like Big-ass words, you know, like, I don't care about any of that if it doesn't sound good. And Aaliyah's greatest gift was knowing what sounded good. She was ahead of the game. She was ahead of the time. She knew what people wanted to hear before they knew they wanted to hear it. And that is really, really, really important. And it's it's not a matter of someone creating her sound for her because she worked with a bunch of different people. It wasn't just Timbaland Aaliyah because her... And, and, um, oh my God, his name is, is, um... genuine No, it's putting a blank. Static Major. Okay. Her Mm -hmm. and Static Major did her last album. Like, uh, that Aaliyah album? Still to this day, from front to back, goes off. And, like, for her to have the ear and, and to have the foresight and the vision to know, like, this is what it needs to sound like. This is what... I need to be doing at such a young age We've only seen that from one other person And that's Rihanna So like I have to give that to Aaliyah Like just Hands down my fave
1: Alia, we love you Um, My next one Is going to be an honorable mention Kelly Price
0: that is so random.
1: <laughs> it's very random. But Kelly Price is kind of like in that same category as like um that Mr. Biggs kind of R&B. Um obviously friend of mine as we lay
0: Oh, I uh, love as we lay. We forgot about you know,
1: tomorrow. you should have told as me. We- there were just so many songs from Kelly Price, I think, um, from her Mirror album that are just so sickening. Um, the whole Mirror album is, is, is just amazing. But Kelly Price is, is one of people that I feel like we we like don't talk about her as much.
0: Oh my god, Avant, I'm sorry, Avant too, just add him in Oh yeah, he has, gotta yeah, throw
1: Avant James. in there. And and if yeah. you're gonna throw Avant, you gotta talk about Genuine and Tyrese too. Absolutely. Um, well, and, we can
0: keep Tyrese off, because really, I mean, no, yeah. but Genuine, absolutely.
1: Genuine for sure. He definitely, I think, right with Aaliyah, kind of brought that same swag um, to male r that same coolness, that same, kind of like that... S- Almost like a sexiness. Cool. yeah. Yeah, a a sexy cool, yeah. yeah. A sexy cool to to male R and B that was not there because you have to think about it, before male RB was very much Luther Vandross, Johnny Gill, begging and pleading. Right. But it was
0: either that or like very aggressively sexy, Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown, Brown yep. bad boy, Teddy, Teddy Riley, J.C., yes, uh-huh. right, New
1: Jack Swing, that all that shit.
0: And he was like, nah, I'm just like mad sexy and I'm gonna nine lick my lips, like exactly. you know. Just,
1: you Very sensual, so definitely shout yeah. out to genuine. That is my honorable mention. Uh, I, my number three is Tony Braxton. Oh, it's gonna be a number not number three. Tony Braxton has it's probably my favorite artist of the '90s, in my opinion. Um, I'm not
0: mad at that because listen, her um, debut in um, Secrets her, are her, her debut
1: album, self titled Tony Braxton is. is top tier like you can hit when it comes to debuts you you can hit play and let it go um every song on that album is a bop every song on that album is just impeccably written impeccably produced um tony is by far my favorite artist of the 90s and uh, i definitely think she deserves the number three
0: bomb um my number three is Janet Jackson Miss Jackson If you're nasty If you're nasty um, Funny enough for me I think again Because we're on the Younger side of the t- Mid The late d- That area Yeah Obviously we didn't grow up like When I say We like we weren't like 14 and 15 Listening to Janet Jackson Like as it was happening Right So Janet was one of those people That I had to revisit Yeah She was one of those people That I had to say I had to consciously say Okay so I know her songs I know her hits I know her videos Um You know I know that Janet Right I know the collaborations I know You know What's it gonna be Is the best collaboration Of like all time fight your all team.
1: time All
0: time No one made a better collaboration Um know that, Janet, but, like, what are these album cuts going to be about? Like, what are, what was the the body of work like? And I learned so much about Janet. I remember being mind-blown about everything from, like, how involved she was with her music and her writing and, like, putting everything together to, like, how nasty she was. <laughs> like, I had no clue that, Janet Je- was, like, very grown And she was like, I'm not going to make some cookie-cutter shit for y'all. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. If I want to orgasm on a song and call it an interlude, I'm going to. Like, grown and unapologetic, if you will. Like, just phenomenal. And then, of course, she's a performer. Like, ugh, just phenomenal. She's a phenomenal woman, like, overall. She's had such an illustrious career. And, like, to me, she was... A lot of what, when it comes to performance in 90s, I think of a few people, and Janet is, like, at the top of that list. So, had to include Janet. Janet, love her.
1: I think that's a great one. Um, My favorite Janet song is... um, Anytime. Come on!
0: Any place I don't don't care care who you want. No 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 no. Oh my god. Yes,
1: Janet. A queen, an icon, a legend. Um my number 2. Again, this is this is in no order, Prince and Michael. Um Ooh. these are two guys that I had to kind of really go back and really get into their bag later in life. Um <clears throat> but two I love Prince, yeah, I love Michael. Two kings for different reasons. I think my favorite Michael Jackson song is probably
0: Remember the time. He, human nature is always going to be my favorite Michael Jackson. I love
1: Michael Remember Jackson. the time. I love the video. <gasps> that video? Um, oh, that my video God. That video is just, yeah. like, iconic. The dancing. um, j- Just everything. Seeing all those black people. Seeing Michael just get down. The special effects. Ugh. Like, I love that video.
0: Iman in that video? Oh, uh,
1: come on. Iman was ravishing. And Eddie Murphy. Just...
0: I wish we could go back to like that, like videos like that. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: yeah. Um, and then Prince. My favorite Prince song is When Doves Cry. I just love that song. Oh, that is
0: beautiful. That's a beautiful song. Uh,
1: yeah, I just love that song. Now, I know it's not 90s. I think that's an 80s song. Um, I believe so. But nonetheless, I still love it. Um, and Prince definitely had some bops in the 90s. So Beyond. there we have it.
0: What is- I'm trying to think of my favorite Prince song, cause I love "I Would Die for You." Oh,
1: such a. Uh, uh, I love yeah. "Darling Nikki." Mm. I'm trying to
0: think. I might have to get back to y'all. I might have to get back to y'all. I I do love Prince though. That's, I love Prince. Mm. Prince, what a what a man. Um, I'm sorry. My number two. <laughs> My number two, um, oh, I just realized I don't have Madonna anywhere on my list, and I feel bad. Because I thought about Madonna that too, and I was like, "Is a quintessential Madonna, part of the 90s for me. I know, and listen, I just be paying
1: her because
0: express yourself, don't
1: repress yourself. I know human nature is, is, is such a bop, bitch.
0: Ray of Light, phenomenal. Ray of Ma- Light, oh, Ray of Light, come on, bitch. come on, come on, on man. Bitch. Uh, she, Madonna- listen. Oh, I, I, am sorry, but I stand. Like I know she's problematic now. She's so fucking things, problematic. But um, I love but her. I, 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 love I, I,
1: I, I, do know. love her. And I, I on that same Rare Light album, she has a song called Um, Um, Ashtangi, and it's like this. Re- I know, she, yeah. It's like this really interesting B, and it's really airy. The whole album has a lot of um, really interesting production, almost like a like a house. Mara- like Madonna a, was
0: never afraid to take it. Wherever she wanted to take it And I love yeah. that about her Yeah like, And she committed Like when she d- Was going for a look Or a sound She committed to that shit And she didn't care That's true Like she was feeling Even now so, Even now
1: she's still that way And, and Still I, And, I, and res- I love it And I do respect I about it about her She does She has a lot of yeah. audacity That we talk about Absolutely. Madonna has it For sure
0: Absolutely um, But my number two Is Britney Spears
1: Hey Brittany. Britney
0: you say you wanna lose control. Come over here, I got something to show ya. Yeah. Um, any like literally anyone that knew me from the ages of maybe seven till about fourteen. You wanted to 13, be her. She was my everything. <laughs> like, like when I say my everything, like. There was nothing about Britney Spears that I did not know. There was nothing about Britney Spears you could tell me. Like I was a stan. I still love Britney to this day. Like know all her her music. Know all the album cuts. Like I will argue you down if you if I need to I love Britney. Like I I have to put her on my, on my list because she was the first person that I was a stand for. Like I've only st- like stood quote unquote for two people in my entire life. One was Britney Spears, the other is Rihanna. Like, that was it. There's never been anyone else. Like, there was a small moment where Christina Aguilera and and, and Beyoncé were, like, occupying a lot of my time because Britney was getting on my nerves with that Kevin Federline shit. But then, like, Rihanna came along and I was like, oh, all you bitches can step to the right because <laughs> that's what I want over there. Um, but Britney is just, I I, I love her, like... I will argue down I still think to this day that her voice could be in way better condition if they would have stopped forcing her cuz okay y'all know my number three is Janet right so if you look at Janet and then you look at Brittany and then you look at Janet and then you look at Brittany and you look a little closer at Janet and then a lot closer at Brittany a lot of similarities there Lot of oh, Senate they're the same polarities.
1: girl? If you really break it Listen, down,
0: Larry Rudolph was like, "You see what that black girl over there is doing? We're gonna do that. <laughs> We're gonna do that, and um, do that, but make it white and make it pop. And that's Britney Spears. Yep. And unfortunately for Britney, that ruined her because Janet had this light, airy, soft, delicate voice, delicate voice, which is great for pop, right? And they wanted to recreate that with Britney and Britney does not have a light delicate voice despite what you might think she has a very heavy a very warm a huskier voice actually her voice is a lot more similar to like not Cher because Cher is a contralto, but Britney's like a deeper, she's not this light voice that people think she has. She's just been forced to sing that way for so long that her voice is now strained to no max and she, she can't uphold it. But like, go find you some early mid nineties, Britney, like singing at folks' wedding clips. Sis had a nice voice, right? So like, I just have to, I just, Britney's just a lot. She means a lot to me. Just, I love Britney Spears so much.
1: Still. She's a sweet girl. Free Britney. Um, free Britney. Free Britney. Yeah. Free Britney. My numero uno is going to be Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. Come on! Now, Missy is a girl who's been giving, She's been getting her flowers a lot recently. Talk about
0: talent. Talk oh.
1: about a talent. Talk about a writer, a producer, a director, mm. A, mm. a real creative. Someone who is not afraid. I was just going to say an actual creative. An actual creator, creative. Someone who is not afraid to break fuck breaking the mold to create the mold um at a time when there wasn't there was no blueprint there was no trajectory for female rap for females in entertainment being creative that looked like missy that talked like missy like missy was someone who created a lane for herself and um i think she's i think she is a legend for that i think she's iconic absolutely Uh, from her writing ability to her to her production skills, like Missy is just someone that you know. We talk about how great Aaliyah is. Why do you think she was so great? Missy had a hand in that. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about how great Beyonce is. Missy had a hand in that. You know, Brandy. She had a hand in Brandy. Hand in Brandy, hand in, in Brandy. Like you know, so Missy has had her hand in any any major female R and B singer that, that that you see out. Missy Maya, has touched Monica,
0: them. Maya Alicia, Monica, Alicia, Missy Whitney, yes. Mariah, mm-hmm. like name them.
1: Name them. Even I think even I think um Missy even worked with Celine Dion.
0: i listen, I wouldn't be surprised. Um
1: but Missy has had her hand in every major female R&B. Keisha Cole. Um so like yeah, Missy's just the OG girl to me. Um and she does not get Enough homage Enough respect But I'm happy That she's getting it now From her peers Or from the industry So Missy Is gonna be My
0: numerous uno. Know. That is a brilliant Number one I always say The artists to me That are the most impressive Aren't the ones That find a seat At the table Right Yeah They're the ones That say Fuck y'all I'ma bring my own seat To the, to table. the table And make room For myself Those to me Are the artists That I'm like Okay Yes, you. Like, whatever you're doing over there, I like that. Because that takes audacity. It takes balls. It takes, it takes, it takes, like, just presence. It takes, just, ugh. Like, I I, I stand. I love Missy. I love Missy. I also love Lil' Kim, and she's not on my list, but I wanted to mention her. Shout out to Lil' Kim. Shout out to
1: Kimmy Blanco, the queen of rap. We love you. I got her on my list for later.
0: Um... My number one, I'm not going to spend too much time on because we've already done so. Mariah Carey, legend, icon. She wrote everything. She's that girl, bad bitch. Uh, Sing your fave under the table, invented the whistle registry. That's actually me and Pretend, but we're not going to go there. Um, Mariah, love you. Bam. Is the 90s. It's Is the, the 90s. 90s, period. Agreed. Period. Did you want a vocalist? She's that. Did you want an R&B pop song? She's that. Did you want a hip hop influence? She's that. 90s. Yep. So we're gonna move to albums, so we can get things going.
1: It's getting long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number five, Riders on the Wall." Like I said, that song—you hit play, you let it go. Um, It—it's it, an R&B album. It's definitely a blueprint for uh, '90s and well, definitely early 2000 uh, girl groups to model themselves off of for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, my number five is gonna be a little bit of a shift sonically. Um, it's Fall by Evanescence. Mm.
1: <sighs> now that is interesting.
0: I any okay, so I always tell people like th- I don't have a I don't believe in such thing as like like bad music. I'm sorry, I don't believe in not. That's not what I was meant to say. I don't believe in like certain genres of music being bad. Like, Oh, I can't listen to country. It's bad. I can't listen to rock. It's bad. I can't listen to anything. It's reggae. It's bad. Like all genres of music for me work. Not all the music from those genres <laughs> work, but all genres. And like Evanescence w- meant so much to me as a, a youth in, <laughs> in, in my youth. Evanescence was like everything to me. Like, Everything, like, Going Under, Bring Me to Life, Haunted, Imaginary, Hello, like, Everybody's, My Immortal. I love oh my, my
1: Immortal. God. That was my song. Like, that was, my. That's the song em- that made me discover uh, Evanescence. Listen. That's how I heard of them, that song.
0: There's just too much that time cannot erase when you cry. oh. I don't want listen Evanescence everything I stand yeah. so that's my number 5 and Amy Lee is an icon a legend and deserves more praise
1: stand Ag- agreed for sure my number 4 is gonna be Little Kim Hardcore um, that album is a blueprint I keep using that word that album taught all these female rappers how to rap. That album Dead. taught all these bitches how to flow. That album taught all these bitches how to be sexy, how to how to just be a rap bitch in the industry and how to be that girl. Let me tell you something. Y'all had never seen a black girl do a whole special in Bloomingdale shopping before Little Kim, before Listen. before Hardcore. You had never seen. You had never seen that. You never. You had never heard about. A girl sipping Chris style and doing this and doing that and tricking these she niggas and getting her money. She was she, go- was, she was glamorous. She was glamorous. You know, and I just think what Kim did has it, it changed the trajectory of, of rap. Absolutely.
0: For sure. It, did. it changed her female and male rap. Female like, it just...
1: and male. Because her bars and the shit she was talking about was so real. Um their harker album is just it's a masterpiece. That is what folks say, her Thriller. That is an album. Um, and Kimmy Blanco is my girl, my favorite rapper, one of my favorite artists of all time. And so, again, best, one of the best albums of the 90s, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Dangerously Love. That's my number four. Beyonce, again, um, one of those times where it was just like, oh... Oh, so this is a moment like this, this, what's happening right now, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, this means something. Mm -hmm. I don't really, even if you didn't really know what it meant or what was like, you didn't know, like, you know, Beyonce asked a specific question. You ready? I don't think we were be like, I don't think we were, we weren't ready. We had to get ready because you were coming, whether we were ready or not. So it's just, Yeah.
1: I agree. A timeless album. Beyonce always says in, yeah. in those interviews, she wanted to make timeless music and I think that's what that album is. I feel like you can play Dangerous in your love and um you know, just let it play again. Um next is Tony Braxton's self title. We've been talking about this for I don't know how long. Again, that album <sighs> Babyface, you are a genius, you are a legend, you are everything.
0: That he is the
1: music he's given us is just it, it's it's amazing. I mean, and and Babyface is somebody that we didn't talk about, but Babyface has he's he's written and produced so much music from the group that he was in. Um, just just anyway, Tony Braxton, self titled
0: number three um my number three is a bit of a smorgasbord once again um i have a mixture of a few things there's one artist with two albums and it makes a little bit sense once i explain it just give me a second okay so we're gonna start out with stripped by christina aguilera like game changing mind blowing phenomenal top to bottom she sung her ass off wrote her ass off performed her ass off the ass was just off yeah oh it was just there was no more ass it was off that's one right that's one of them the other is one artist twice and that artist is Shakira Shakira has two albums that I personally love um her deb- her day de- um well I should say like her major English debut which is um, Laundry Service oh okay yeah um which is you know whenever wherever underneath your clothes et cetera, et cetera. but she also has an album called donde estan los uh, landrones where are the thieves um that has a lot of just amazing listen ojo i see and i never know if i'm pronouncing that properly <laughs> my shit like just Shiki- i love shakira so much i'm sorry just early shakira It was was another one of those things where it was like, whoa, this person is not the norm. What is this? And growing up in South Florida, like, I grew up with a lot of Latin friends. So, like, a lot of them were putting me on to Shakira, like, in the, like, late 90s, early 2000s, before laundry service. So, when she came around again and it was like, oh, this is that girl I've heard people talk about. And it was like, wow, like, just to see her dance... To see her move, like, even just, to, again, writing, like, she says, lucky that my breasts are small, <laughs> so you don't confuse them with mountain, like, just stuff like that you don't really hear in, like, everyday pop music, it, I appreciate when artists bring, like, their culture to the game, and it, like, shifts what's going on, because it forces people to realize, hey, there's more than just what the, the America looks like, you know what I mean, like, it, there's more to the world than just the four corners that we're comfortable in, so... Ironically, both of those these women are Latin because uh, Christina's also.
1: She Latin. is Latin. People forget yeah. that, but she is. They do. It's um, the
0: blue hair, blue eyes and blonde hair. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my next, my next is going to be Tamia self titled. Come on, Taste. Yes. Okay. Oh. Let's start there. Let's go back. Oh, Tamia. Uh, again a vocalist, a vocalist, Sings
2: a back, vocalist. Sing like,
1: back boots. Let me tell you something. Back before like, uh, Tamia got sick, you bitches couldn't touch that voice. It, it was she listen. had a golden voice. I that mean, Tamia, that tone. She Woo. has one of the most fullest, roundest tones I've ever heard in my life. Like a such soprano. a clear, such a clear, clear voice, clear as a whistle. But it has so much power to it.
0: Um, and beauty like it was like a like a literal instrument yep like oh to me uh i mean i got a real
1: thing here by my side come on that song right there to me me you put a move on my heart
0: with pride and these Special fi- oh, Sing it my Sing, God. It, Sing Time it. can it. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And oh. then And then so into you the original beautiful. The original. The Let's, original. Get into the original. Let's get the original. the original from yeah. 98. Uh I love I love those two songs and I love that album and so to me it's going to be my number Two
0: Really quick. I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention an honorable mention during songs. I just realized it and I'm about to punch myself in the face if I don't mention it. Kelly Rowland, Can't Nobody. I'm sorry. Anyone that knows anything about me me knows that was my favorite song for like a decade. (laughs) Like, I am, like, love that song. That's a good song. It has great great attitude to it.
1: It has an amazing attitude.
0: It, it, again, like, would you want to define what early, a, a portion of what early. 2000s R&B sounded like That Rich Harrison sound Mm -hmm. Right there Heavy beat Lots of 808 Agreed Just a perfect Anyway Albums So my number two album Janet Lowercase j Janet Just Janet with the period Period She knew it She put the dot behind it Because she knew Like Janet knew. Like she knew She like How can you Like how can you not love the Janet album? Like now to be fair, Janet did make it very hard for us. She gave us a velvet rope and she gave it Janet, gave us Janet. Like you, like those albums back to back. Like who is doing that? No one is doing that, but Janet did it. And like, if again, mm. like that's the way love goes anytime, any place, like Like Just uh, Like what Like what are you doing How Like, wh- How How did you put this album together Like how, how did you make How was this a thing Like Throb Like come on Like I'm sorry And there's like 9 million songs on the album But most of them are interludes That's where Tanasha gets it from but like, just ugh. rain. The inner listen into the rain interlude into anytime in- any time and any. Standing, I'm sorry. That album just does it for me. Like, does it? Does it? That's my number two.
1: I concur. I concur. I concur. Um, and my last one is going to be um. Mariah self-titled first
0: album. Oh, yeah. Vanishing, you're vanishing. Listen, yeah. like, do people? I don't. I don't even think people realize how good that album is. Oh, that album is amazing. Like, and,
1: and the, uh, yeah. Ugh! Like, Mariah is just. And even the next album after that is really a
0: gem. So cold. Uh, Listen, the intro. The intro of "So Cold." Of "So Cold." Sis showed a four octave range and belted damn near every note in like twenty seconds. Yeah. How? How? How can you sing like that? Like love takes time. Like, come on. Couldn't see that I was blind like oh i would just if i ever get to meet mariah carey I, all i'm gonna say to her is why the fuck why are you so talented why like, are you singing like that why were you why were you singing like that like why why were you singing like that why like oh yeah i don't want to someday oh, i don't want someday. Hey,
1: oh. hey,
0: yes. Listen.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm going to change it from Mariah to Emotions. <laughs> Are you going to
0: change it to Emotions? Don't do that. I'm going to change it to Emotions. Don't do that. Although Emotions is a great album. Yeah. Emotions is a great album. Uh, my number one, In the Zone, Britney Spears.
1: Ooh, so good. Such, like, a, great
0: listen, Such a good album. Listen, Toxic? 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 Listen, toxic? Like, are you, are you, I got that boom boom? Mm. Breathe on me? Like, touch of my hand? (laughs) Like, y'all, listen, the talent. And then, like, for anyone that questions Brittany, you question, like, what she can do. You question her, like, her talent, her ability. Just listen to every time. Like, she did that she wrote that, like, that's all Britney, and she can play it on a piano, just in case you hoes didn't know, like, she can if she wants to, because she can actually tickle those ivories, she just doesn't, because she knows y'all can't really handle all of that, like, it'll be too much for you, but she's done it before, and like, I just want to let y'all know, like, in the zone, that album was my life, like, stand.
1: In the zone.
0: Stand. In the zone. So, we're going to move swiftly out of albums and into um TV shows. TV. Okay. Uh, we both have drastically different lists. Different lists. let's make it happen.
1: My number five is going to be Mo to the, Eat to the, Moesha.
0: Listen. An insufferable bitch she was, but a great show. Yeah. Moesha was actually super insufferable. Like, <laughs> she was... So spoiled Ugh. and so miserable. Like
1: She was so misguided and misled. Like, her thinking... She, Moesha was that girl with a silver spoon in her mouth. She did exactly what she wanted to do. She was very manipulative at times.
0: Very. Um, <laughs> dear diary. <laughs> dear diary.
1: Dear fucking diary. Like, I used to love that. Sneaking out, making bad decisions, maxing out credit cards. Like, Moesha mm-hmm. was definitely one of those bald Baldwin Hills
0: She kids. was a lot.
1: She was a lot. Um, But I loved her for that. So Moesha. Me too.
0: Um, My number five is Saved by the Bell. Bitch, I have. Oh my god! Listen, (laughs) Saved by the Bell. When I tell (laughs) y'all that was my show, show. it literally like there were two things that my mornings consisted of as a child. One of those was VH1 because they played all the new music. VH1 now. 'Cause they played all the music. That's how I discovered Adele. That's how I discovered Shania Twain. Um, like, oh my god, that's remind me of Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know by Britney. That's more shit. Um, but yeah. Say by the by the way, Zach Morris was the first white man I ever loved. The only white man I ever really I loved, really. But I was obsessed with Zach Morris. I was like,
1: Wow. By the
0: way, I,
1: Zach Morris is still fine as fuck.
0: Oh oh, Mark Paul, And you know he's a person of color Because he's actually half Asian Is he Get in He's half Asian I see it in the
1: eyes though
0: You do yeah
1: I see it in the eyes That's interesting Okay the more you know um oh, yeah. my next is gonna be Living Single
0: Ooh the Nine. One of the greatest wild. shows of all time. I'm glad I got, I got my, got girls. my... Hey, keep your head up, boy, keep your head up. That show I think is a That's show about.
1: that shows you how to navigate big friendships. Because though that they had so many personalities, so many varying personalities. And um that was the first show I saw like friends fucking each other. You know, I yeah. I, that was the first show I realized. Like, oh,
0: y'all are y'all are y'all are friends. Y'all are
1: friends, okay. Mm. But y'all also like each other, okay. So we got Sinclair and Overton. We got Max and um Kyle. Kyle. We got mm. Khadija and everybody that she kind of went in and out, in, in and out with. <laughs> listen, Khadija
0: bagged. Khadijah. She bagged. Khadija. She had listen. So Khadija kept a fresh rap. And she kept a man, like
1: kept a. And she said that I keeps a man, <laughs> keeps a man. And Kedisha. by the way, Maxine
0: Shaw, attorney at law, is one of the greatest TV characters ever,
1: ever, ever. ever. Maxine, like Maxine Shaw, ever. did not take any shit. And even when she, even when Maxine Shaw was wrong, even when she was dead ass wrong, she still mm. had so much integrity about herself. I felt like. Uh, just, just she had a lot of pride. She was a very prideful woman, and, and she was funny as fuck as as hell. I remember when, I remember when um, Khadija needed some money, and Maxine was like, "Well, okay, girl, I'm writing this check. It's just a loan." And Khadija's like, "No, <laughs> make that to me. No, 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 no. Make it the flavor. Like it just was just so much. Like that whole show is just a whole key to me. Um, love Livi single."
0: By the way, really quick, UPN.
1: Oh, bring back. Let's UPN. talk about bring the greatest loss the, the
0: black community has ever felt. Yes. <laughs> like, why did that happen to us?
1: Well, the question is, why do white networks build their build their viewership off of black shows and then drop them once they get popular?
0: They always do that. They always do that. But... They did it to the game. <sighs> It did girlfriends. It to, uh, yeah, girlfriends. Even raggedy ass DL Hughley show used to be good.
1: Even raggedy ass half and half was good.
0: Even raggedy <gasps> half and half. Oh my God. Even raggedy ass half and fucking half. By the way, best theme song of all time. Ooh, they Dude, sang down. This, Listen, they sang down. I'm finding you and finding me. Finding you and finding Me. <laughs> 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 greatest show ever uh, my number four is a tie and it's because they're literally the same show one is for white people, one is for urban people yeah TRL and 106 in Park staples mm, in our childhood staples like, in
1: our childhood created
0: so, memory, so many memories so many moments, we'll never forget Mariah Carey running, uh, going up there in a big ass t-shirt, heels and booty shorts, pushing a cart like Fully having like a moment, like I'll never forget seeing like making sure to catch Brittany and like just <sighs> what a moment! What a moment!
1: TRL. I mean,
0: one hundred six in Park. I'll yeah. never forget Cassie performing on one hundred six in Park and giving us quite possibly the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 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 I still to this day go back and watch and laugh because You've everything been was just <laughs>
1: waiting so long. <laughs> I'm here I'm to here answer, answer your call, 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 call. call, 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 call <laughs> give it up call, for Cassie, y'all. <laughs> yeah, Cassie did her thing. Uh, um, I'm Michelle falling and Michelle Beyonce falling. not giving a oh, fuck. Listen, down.
0: at least Kelly, like, looked to the left real quick. and said, "Ooh, you okay?" Like Beyonce didn't give a fuck. Like Beyonce's like, "I'm performing. I'm <laughs> like, fine. you can fall if you want to, but I'm what." Listen, Performing. Beyonce said that's <laughs> like... what the dancers
1: are for. Dancers, get her up, <laughs> get her up off that floor, and let's do this damn show. <laughs> um, we like... have so many people to thank for from TRL, like Lala is an actress. Um,
0: I don't know if we're thankful for that, but okay.
1: I mean, hey, listen, we <laughs> we happy she's still <laughs> eating. We happy she can put food on her table. So there you go. I'm happy that she was able to di- diversify her portfolio and to get to come other on queens. diversify. Her. Okay, listen. A lot of girls will be hungry <laughs> out here. Look at Roxy. That's Diaz. real, Roxy. Um, d-
0: listen, Terrence J. Terrence he secured J the bag.
1: Secured so. the bag, 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 bag. Uh, then we got um, what's what's homeboy's name? The OG TRL host, um, AJ Calloway. Who? AJ. No, that's BT. I said T R Oh you said T R
0: Oh um Tyson uh no, what was his name again? His name Carson Daly.
1: Carson fucking Daly. We're yeah. we're we're thankful for Carson Daly. Uh but AJ Calloway definitely did his thing. He was, you know, definitely an OG host for sure. Before Hats he started molesting
0: and, and uh sexually assaulting people. Allegedly. Allegedly.
1: Along with Tore, who uh, who also allegedly sexually assaults women as well. Yeah
0: women surprisingly happy pride it's um, happy pride but see they um, also say he's bisexual allegedly I believe it allegedly
1: okay moving
0: on <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you're number three Go my ahead. next three sorry my next three is gonna be uh the Steve Harvey show so fucking hilarious Listen, that show Romeo? was funny Romeo Santana Liza,
0: that show was funny as fuck. Liza, it actually
1: was. Well, not Liza (laughs) Minnelli. Lydia Liza Gutman. (laughs) Lydia Liza Gutman was so fucking funny to me. Um, Professor, not Professor Ogilvie, Lord um, God. um, That's the Proctor. Oh, what's her name?
0: Uh, LaVita, La- Alize, Jenkins. La- La- LaVita yes! Alize Jenkins one of the greatest literally the original Tiffany Haddish
1: oh yeah the first Tiffany Haddish and let me tell you something yeah. if if it was if, if there was not a um what's her name something Devon Ron something Vaughn Terry oh. Vaughn Terry J Vaughn oh if Terry, there was yeah, no J. Vaughn, yeah. Terry J Vaughn baby, there could not be a Tiffany Haddish you better understand that she Let's stands see. on the shoulders of a lot of great b star actresses Does. like Terry J Vaughn who was fucking hilarious um. Yes. Yeah, so many great, 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 great characters on
0: that show. Levita uh, Alize Jenkins is such a great name, by the way. Whoever, like thunk that up? I'm sure a white person. They did that. I'm sure Levita Alize Jenkins. Alize Come on. Jenkins. Alize Jenkins. <laughs> they, used to, <laughs> they used
1: to love going down to the sizzler.
0: <laughs> Yo. TV, oh, my God. TV used to be so black and so good. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of black or great TV, Martin, that's my number three.
1: Martin, I'm the Martin, man.
0: period. Like, Tisha Campbell to Sheena Arnold. Like... Tommy. What a cast. What a cast. Yeah. Like, for Martin to give us everything from Shanaynay to, to, like, just... Uh, The talent The range The creativity The the fearlessness The execution Like problematic but brilliant Like just The episode that Biggie was on (laughs) Where where Martin and Gina Kept like trying to outperform each other Never forget Like great TV Great TV
1: Agreed Um, My number two is gonna be I know my parents love me. Sing Come
0: everything. On. Hey.
1: A different
0: world. Me,
1: it. A different oh, world you, is one of those shows that, you oh, know, they, they first started it around oh, um, Lisa Bonet. It flopped. They had to figure something out. Uh, Lisa Bonet, huh, just could my not Scorpio, seem to get it together. My Scorpio queen. I, our good Scorpio sister. I loved how they refocused the show around Dwayne Wayne and Miss The Whitney, star. Uh, a star. The star. And yeah. uh, Miss Whitley Gilbert. I, I just the loved other star. the show. I loved Whitney, Whitley. But, a little bit, but, I, loved but I do want to point something out for y'all. Something that I think 90s TV kind of fucked us up with dating. Mm. You don't pick this. the man who waits until the end of the road to pick you that's what you Mm. don't do you pick the man who picks you from the jump you pick Mm. the man who wants you and who's ready for you when you're ready for them not the man who needs to think about it who needs to break up your i do at the end that bullshit is for the birds and let me tell you something if you want to be with me, you want to love me. You better let me know before enough for, for somebody else. For, before somebody else does, because I believe you have more than one soulmate, and I will not be Whitley Gilbert
0: breaking up my wedding. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give them a little bit of grace with that. Only, and the only reason why I'm gonna say it is because if you really think about the time frame of that show, there were freshmen in college when that started. They were. It's quite, in my personal opinion, impossible for you to expect someone that, especially a man, that young to, like, know what he wants and, like, not have any fears or any questions in regard to what could possibly be out there. That's why I think, to me, it showed a somewhat realistic viewpoint because, yes, Whitley did you know in the end choose someone that kind of chose her after the fact but i they never stunted her as a character they allowed her to grow they allowed her to date they allowed her to experience other men they allowed her to not sit around and just wait for this nigga now she did take him back in the end but like you know they had to kind of grow up and sure. grow into each other so sure. I'm not too mad at it I'm not too mad at it she wasn't a door shout out to Kinu by the way because she's the original Karuchi because yeah, they fucked Kinu's name up 24-7 Kikunu Kiku they called her everything but oh, her name yes. well Whitley did I should say called her everything but her name like y'all used to do to Karuchi. and I say y'all because I'm not implicating myself on that one although I did it anyway <laughs> are you done friend?
1: I am done that was my number two
0: Mine is quite possibly the greatest show of all time, Girlfriends.
1: Girlfriends. Um, such a good song. Such, such a good show. Such
0: a good. Brilliant. Like, first of all, the fact that Tony Marie Childs specialized in results, I feel that. Because I, too, specialize in results. <laughs> and just the, the cast. Oh, hell no. Just Maya, Joan, like... First of all, I am Joan. Just, there's like a dash of Tony in there. But, like, just my favorite show of all time. Like, I I love Girlfriends. I'm still mad at how it ended. Um, fuck them white people over at CW. Um, oh, they did the show dirty. I told y'all. Uh, just a great show, Build, build uh, the show
1: off uh, black folks, and show. then when they're ready, they drop your ass.
0: Don't they? And it gave us the game. So, I mean, like the game before it got bad. So like, like brilliance. Just. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, my last one is going to be the Parkers.
0: Oh, but the
1: Parkers are such a good show. Monique. Countess Vaughn. Nikki (laughs) Parker. Nikki Parker. Professor Ogilvie. I mean, that show was, was just so funny. Um, just a great show. I love the Parkers. Um, I think they went five seasons. It was a it was, it it just was a very funny show, down home, not too complex.
0: Um, Kim, simple but good humor. Yeah,
1: simple but good campy humor. Very. It was, yeah. It, it was a very campy show. Very campy yeah. show. I love. Uh, Nikki Parker's, her creative hairstyles, her creative costumes.
0: It was so black.
1: It was so black. It was so L.A. Yeah, Very early 2000s, late 90s. Good show.
0: Do you know the best part about that show? What? How hard I'm going to play you, you won't <laughs> even know what to do. How hard I'm going to play you. you, won't even know. That's my, like.
1: Listen, the fact that they had music. Was the first give star. it a Grammy. That was the first star. Give like, it a Grammy. That was the first star. Before Star listen, Empire, you had listen, the Parkers singing. They had a listen, full band. They sang down. Nikki sang. sang. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, Kim sang. She did. Kim sang. Like, she did. Talent. Count as Vaughn. Talent. Well, listen. We love. We love it
1: brandy um, wouldn't let her sing so she had to sing on some show
0: <laughs> she said i got my own shit bitch i'm gonna sing on here <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my number one my numero uno the nanny
1: number one oh bitch the now, that's, nanny nah bitch that's a show like that's a
0: fucking that's a show fucking show like, bitch. the nanny the nanny sis gave you looks sis gave you humor sis gave you culture like she Oculous. was fly that's what she gave she was you op- like like can like what more could you expect like what what more do you want from a tv show
1: yeah the name like is hilarious
0: hilarious hilarious like the jetador episode like even i is like, like brilliant like i have three shows that i can watch literally for the rest of my life well really four Living Single, The Nanny Golden Girls and Girlfriends like for the rest of my life for the yeah, rest of my life
1: those are uh, yeah The Nanny and I actually have one honorable mention maybe two I used to love Tim Tim Allen's show that came on she's um, racist
0: so I'm gonna skip ooh. <laughs>
1: i thought it was interesting <laughs> yeah. how how the neighbor never showed his face just never. just his eyes speaking that of that fun. and i also used to like that, full house was fun too
0: oh i loved full house yeah but speaking of never showing their face proud family oh wizard kelly
1: goodbye wizard fucking kelly a.k.a. Vaughn. themes of, a.k.a. Vaughn <laughs> i was about to say that <laughs> AKA, <Vaughn>. a.k.a. me <laughs> me i'm talking about myself yeah. um
0: but yeah, no. Proud family is another great, great show. But agreed. Yeah, those are those are the shows. Now we're going to wrap things up um, with the five 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 segment, the favorite fives. With we've discussed the nineties, we've discussed these five people, right? And I mean these different people, right? Now I wanted to do a list, and we can make this really quick because you know it's getting a little long. Um, of <laughs> five acts from the nineties to early two thousands that you would love to see have their What's love got to do with it slash believe moment? And like this is it is like a comeback but also a goodbye. Like uh uh thank you so much for all you've done, but we stand. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like that you you gave us so much and like you kinda went away and we thought it might be raps for you, but bam, you're having a moment. Five people you would like to see from that time frame have this that kind of a moment.
1: Okay. I'm going to just go through my five really quickly. Um, yeah. This is in no order. Black, R&B girl Ooh. group. Wait, wait, wait. Black, Black? Black, Black. Ar- boom, oh, boom like an away. Black. You know, Shamari's on song. Housewives of Atlanta. Brandy's, you know, they recorded some music. They're not going to pop back off. It's not going to happen for them. Rest in peace, Natina. I hate that she, you know, definitely gone too soon. I feel like Black... Could have and should have popped back off when Honey came out with that the lead single from the Honey soundtrack with with Missy Elliott. Yeah. Something just happened with that rollout. That was a really good. That was a really strong song, and they should have came back with that song, but they didn't. Um, Maya, I want Maya to have a comeback. Now Maya has come back. Her TKO album was off the fucking chain. Listen, damaged. and she was nominated for a Grammy. Okay, so Maya has come back, and Maya works. She's touring right now. But I and want she's Ma- on
0: Lil Kim's uh, TV show, the e- H- 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 Show.
1: Yep, exactly, girl, uh, uh, girl cruise. But yeah. I want Maya to come back and really have like that an era, an era. And also, I want her to have like that Tamia level of success where she's on Black Girls Rock and she's doing it and she's doing it. Like I want Maya to really come back and give us a moment. Um, another girl who y'all may not be familiar with, but a lot of a lot of the gays are Tia Moses. Tia Moses Ooh, is come a on, girl. Tia. Te- Tedra yes. is a girl who can sing and she can write, um, and she's
0: also very shady.
1: And she's also very shady.
0: Did you see her read uh, Kalise?
1: No, but I know she Gay. does read the girls. Oh, what did she say Gay about Kalise?
0: Um, so <laughs> <laughs> did you know she wrote "Be Your Be Your Girl" about Nas? Really yes did you get in okay so <laughs> I love it I,
1: love so, I, I mean that's her song first of all that's her that's song. The song and that's I also it. love that's the fact the that she was able to re-record it and, and redo it in 2018 Kay and Trinata. make it like the, the whole house thing it's sickening
0: listen again the gays did what they needed to do Kate Trinata shout out to him Yeah. Um, but yeah so she was at a, a, a sh- like a show performing the song and she was like kind of talking about it or whatever and she decided to like finally reveal what the song was about and it's actually about Nas because she had the biggest crush on Nas for a while. And she was like, she didn't say, she was basically like, it was about, the song was about this guy who, you know, he was dating, he was with this girl. And he was, I, was, I was like, I don't know why he's with her. Like, she's not all that. Like, she's she's not fly. She's not this. And like, she's definitely not me. And da, 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 da. And she was like, oh, it's about Nas. <laughs> 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 and essentially, she said, Khalees, girl, you were. You I don't were, see it. I didn't see it. T- yeah, your your milkshake brought a few of the boys to the yard, but Tidro wasn't interested. So wow, um, yeah. Um, and by and the way, that is a song.
1: It, that's yeah. Just gonna be your girl is a song. My number two uh, is gonna be Lil Kim. Lil Kim is coming back with this new single. That not not this new single, but this new show, Girls Cruise. I see why she pushed her album back. She she really wants to give you guys an old school release. You know, she wants to have. You know your visual with the TV, and then she's gonna drop the album. I really hope that it's good music. I really hope she's not in her, as Kim will say, her Malibu Barbie bag, and she's doing all this high pitched rapping and shit. I really want her to really give us, um, you know, Kim, and authentic her, Kim, you know, authenticity, authenticity, Brooklyn Kim, BX, you know, Kimmy Blanco. Miss um, White, give me get in your bag and give me the music I want to hear. And my number one to me, this when when you talk about girl groups and you talk about being an icon and setting the stage and setting the foundation for every girl group that's come after them in Vogue, I want Ooh. a real in Vogue tour with the four funky divas. Do you hear me? Well, you pull you
0: pull that one out of your bag.
1: I want. An En Vogue tour with the real Funky Divas. The other day I was watching um, uh, the BT Awards when Alicia Keys brought out all of the- Wasn't uh, that
0: a moment?
1: And I'm just thinking like, wow, what a fucking moment when in Vogue came out and performed. Like- can we please get Terry, Sydney, Donna, Maxine back together? Like, and it's no shade. Those to are Ron- such. It's no black shade to names. Rona. No shade to Rona. <laughs> but Rona, girl, uh, no. Can, can <laughs> no Donna and Maxine get off y'all high horse? I don't know what the problem is with these hoes. Why don't get together? But please, we need a real in vogue tour. Can the real in vogue please stand up?
0: Listen. And when I, when I, listen, talent, talent. That's
1: my top four. My, my top five. I want them to come back. I want them to have another moment.
0: There we have it. Um, I'm gonna go through mine as well. I do have one tie at number five: Maya and Brandy. Um I feel like both of those ladies are deserving of like just a solid era. Like I'm talking like two hit singles, one hit hit and then one that's like a cute hit but not like you know what I mean? You know what I mean?
1: I agree. Yep. They
0: need two like just a good era with a cute like theater tour and it'll be like the perfect bow on and they can just drift right on into like legend status or like young icon status where they just do their tours and like they no longer have to prove anything. And I think they're both deserving of it. They've both given a lot to R and B, especially Brandy. Brandy has given so much to R and B, so much foundation, so much um just so much of herself, so much structure to R and B vocally that like I feel like she's deserving of that. Now Brandy is going through a lot. Okay. Seemingly. Sis seems to be going through a lot um, I know Star is now canceled, so I would love to see her get back in the studio and just have one more moment of just like just to close everything out. Um, so that's my number five, Maya and Brandy. My number four, Alicia Keys. Again, like phenomenal, such a talent. I hate that the whole sw- now uh, now. Don't get it twisted. Alicia is no one's down right now. She had, Mama has like 19 Grammys. <laughs> her last album actually did well. Like it, She had a few... Fire We Make is that... Girl on Fire was loud as hell. But, but it, was it did a bop. do well. It was a bop. It did do well. And Fire We Make was a hit. She won Grammys. She's definitely not down, but her image has just not been able to come back from the whole Swizz beats thing. And she clearly is unbothered. unbothered because she's living her life. She's still successful still happy but i would love to see her have a good good undeniable album because quiet as it's kept that discography can't really be fucked with she has like maybe one bad album one so like i just want to see alicia get her things because she deserves them please give her her things i would love to see her have one more era of like a hit single a solid album a solid tour a few awards and just, like, good. Because, like, so like I said, st- she's stepping into the older age right now where it's, like, we have to start looking at you more like a legend than we do a current act that's just out here bopping and bopping. You know what I mean? Agreed. So she she's deserving of that. Uh, my number three, Christina Aguilera. Mm. Christina Maria Aguilera is more than deserving of this moment as well. I feel like she's another one of those people that, like, was – Killing shit And then she had a moment And hasn't really been able To recover from that moment And for Christina It's more like an Emancipation of Mimi That I want for her Because She Had such a great career Such a Like super successful Sold so many records Won the awards The voice All that stuff And like She had a little stumble And she just hasn't Quite been able to get back up And the reason why I actually I actually Like would've kept her Off my list But I've recently been seeing shows from her Vegas residency, and she sounds good.
1: That's amazing. She sounded really good on her last tour, X.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because like when she was doing the promo, uh, the promotion for this last album, she had a few performances where I was like, she just hasn't gotten it. That like your voice has changed. You don't have that same young, fresh, light soprano voice where you can just sing anything, anyway, and not really care. And I've seen um, Shay, um, one of my. People I follow on social media, she went like it's a Christina Stan and she went to like the show a bunch of times and she's posted clips from all these different shows and she's consistently sounded good and you can hear that she's like rearranged things to suit her voice now. Yeah. And that was always my complaint because it's not that Christina can't sing anymore. It's not. Even close to near half a quarter of that. Mama still has a great voice. It's just not the same voice. And that happens to a lot of people. And a lot of people just don't adapt. And she's finally adapted. And I, I want her to come back now and just give us an urban R&B, warm, sexy, but mature album. Like, Because that's, to me, where her voice needs to be. Like, stripped, but like modern-day and mature and a little sexier. Perfect so that's my Number three my number two is Tony Braxton Tony the Braxton She's another one of those people that like I think She's just deserving now again Tony's not really Down either because sis won a Grammy like a year Ago um, <laughs> With um, for sex and cigarettes if I'm not Mistaken she has she, So she likes it. she's Not down but I would love to see Tony have like an up like a real Up like a top ten single Top five single type Up I would that would make My world because I love Tony so much um, and then my number one is Lil Kim. Mm. I feel like Lil Kim has given again so much to female so much rap. Of to rap. Though. Period. To rap. Yeah. So, so much of culture. herself. Like, and I feel like yes, Kim does get her praise and she does get her just due. But at the same time, I feel like because of everything that happened with her and Nicki, and just because of even her own missteps sonically um, in the past let's call it a buck a spade a spade the past decade really yeah she hasn't she's lost a little bit of like her her shine her glee and i would just love to see her have like an undeniably successful era just to close everything out and like call it a day
1: i agree not
0: retire but just call the act of pursuing a, of, of a sound of an album of an era a day and just chill in her legendhood you know what i mean like i would just love to see that I agree. So those are my, fi- well, six, but my, my five ladies, five uh, people. Yeah. We can mind. add Usher to that list as well because.
1: Yeah. Usher definitely needs to have at least that, that, that last hurrah. Yeah. But I think this new music he's producing and singing could be it. I've heard Could some- be. It sounds good. It sounds so fresh. It, it makes, makes so me so good. happy. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, I I think this could be it for Usher because I mean, you know, Usher really had. I mean, Usher has nothing to prove. I don't think, but he does. Not a thing. He kind yeah. of does. I, I does. I he does. He
0: has. He has to prove that not that he still has it, but that we still want it. That and we it's, still it's, want it. It's that's something that's hard to do because yep. how do you prove what other people want? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. like. When you're not fresh and hot. Because when you're fresh and hot, you can kind of throw something out that people don't necessarily want. But they'll kind of adapt to it because they feel like they should. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Yeah. Usher has to figure out how can he be really transformative. And how can he really be innovative with his next approach. And push what he's been doing. But push it further. And like give us classics. But also in a really fresh way. Like how Beyonce did with Lemonade. I'm mean, i mean, I'm sorry, not Lemonade. Uh, homecoming. Self-titled.
0: Oh. Oh, that's actually an interesting idea. Yeah. I was thinking more like a not a rebrand, because self title was a rebrand. And I don't think Usher needs. Well, you know what? Usher does kinda need a rebrand. He Usher needs to remind needs people new, that like he definitely needs a rebrand. Yeah. 'Cause he's been he's been doing a lot.
1: Yeah, like that whole last album, the whole A Town shit, it was just too ghetto, too trap for me. <laughs> um, like you're not nineteen. You're not nineteen. Like come on, you're not yeah. like like let like let Chris Breezy lame ass have all that bullshit. Usher, right. you are a class act.
0: Usher is literally, and you have the range, and he has the range. Uh,
1: Usher is one of those artists where he's the last artist that crossed the bridge between Luther Vandross and Michael Jackson. You know, mm, he yeah. he's that caliber of artist. You know, the
0: execution,
1: and and yeah, and 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 yeah. and and, 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 and Usher, that's a great
0: point. Yeah, like he he's has, the last male R and B act with that level of execution.
1: Yeah, with that level of just of of I'm gonna do it the right way. Yeah. Um he understand he gets it. Usher's one of those artists that gets it and so I I I definitely think he needs like you said an, an undeniable successful
0: era. Yeah, absolutely. So that was, uh, those were all of our early 90s uh I'm sorry, early 2000s 90s R&B moments, R&B pop moments, just moments in general. Um we're going to take a short commercial break and we'll be right back with you. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying this week's episode thus far. If so, please be sure to follow us on our social media. The Instagram is grownupgay, G-R-O-W-N, up gay. Our Twitter is gay underscore. And our website, of course, is grownupgay.com. Now let's get back into this week's episode. All right, so we are back with the wind down. Um, if, if it's your first time listening to us, the is our relaxed portion of the show it's when we kind of focus on things that aren't as serious now granted (laughs) our growing up gay this week was something fun (laughs) so you know this is also just going to be a continuation of the fun um so one thing that i wanted to touch on speaking of it being pride month like we've mentioned is pose is back um And it's already renewed for season three, which is super dope. Shout out to them. Congratulations. I really see Pose having five seasons. I want like six maybe at the most. I feel like anything more than six is too much. But I'm so happy it's back. Have you been watching? Yes. Um,
1: Phenomenal. So phenom- good. Phenomenal. And, you know, I, I've talked about on the show about, about my status and being HIV positive. It's like... Um, that opening episode. Oh my God! That Brilliant. opening so episode was so riveting. Them <sighs> going to that so island, good. seeing all of those bodies. I never knew about that. I did seeing all those bodies like that. I had heard about it, um, through my mother and and just like research, um. But it was just very full circle seeing it that way. And also episode two with with um so good episode oh. 2 when when Blanca started her treatment i was like mm. goodbye
0: G- bitch throw the I'm, tv yo, i feel like every time i watch i'm like oh y'all try to get me huh y'all really trying to get me that oh that moment Blanca when Blanca was talking about love your, loving yourself mm. and how like as, as gay black men how we need to love ourselves and like choose ourselves. I was like, okay, every so time. you just
1: every time have yeah.
0: you been watching me for the past two weeks and seeing all the shit I've been going through, and like yes. you just felt like you wanted to speak directly to me. Yes, like I needed that. Yeah, Pose. I don't know how they knew, but I needed that. I fuck like Pose
1: I is that, that show because the characters are so real because they're so raw. It's really speaking to each and every black queer person of color in a very intimate way. Because yes. of the fact these are stories that, that that either we've experienced or heard about very close to us and I think just to see it personified on T V, um, it's just it's riveting. You know, we're able to see great content and great characters that I feel like are really thought out and developed and, you know, although the show does move kinda of fast, because I 'cause it I know does, they wanna yeah. tell as much stories as, as, as they can, um, but pose is just a groundbreaking show. I mean, if, you're not, I, I if love, you're not watching, watching Pose, you have to watch it.
0: I love the fact that they touched on the whole passing and not passing aspect Ooh. or getting clocked. Yes. Because it, it was so funny seeing uh, when episode one came out because I saw some people on my time. i like, wait, Blanca doesn't isn't clock- like she's y'all would clock her like there was like there was general confusion from the hetero, especially community. And it was interesting to watch because it was like a lot of people were looking at Blanca and Angel, kind of like, oh, I don't necessarily see a difference. Like they, like Blanca is pretty, so like, you know, she wouldn't be quote unquote clocked. And I think the way that Pose did it was so beautiful because, unfortunately, a lot of the times when someone is clockable, quote unquote clockable, they tend to be, and be very honest, it's usually someone that's like darker. Someone that's bigger. Someone that's not delicate, as, right? Yeah, that's not someone as Someone that's not looking. soft. Someone yeah. that's not as... Exactly. Because Blanca is a lot of those things. She's light. She's slim. She's delicate. Like, she can easily be soft. But that doesn't mean people still won't be able to clock you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and I thought that was a really... I really love the way they did that because they didn't choose something typical. They didn't choose someone that was tall and had a more masculine, maybe in the beginning of transitioning or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because unfortunately in, especially in, in the, I mean, in every community, but I feel like especially in the queer and especially in the trans community, Pretty being quote unquote pretty is such a thing because people are always like that's like the first compliment they go to give. So, oh, I would never tell you're pretty. You're oh, so I would pretty. never. Right, and, and it's, it's like, like it's ugly. It's, it's way ugly cisgender
1: women out here that are ugly. Right, like they're disgusting right. looking. And it's like <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And at so the it's... end of the day, women—they're bearded women. They're women that don't grow breasts. They're—they're they're all. Sorts exactly. and kinds of women. So I just right. think it's really obviously people limit trans people to what they see, but for every right. cisgendered woman that you see in the world, there's a trans woman to match her.
0: Right. That's real shit. Like real, real shit. So I, episode one where Angel, the, 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 the part with the photography and oh. the way they beat that. Oh. But that to when, me was so. Oh,
1: bad. And when Angel had to drop her clothes and she was shaking. Oh, shak- it broke my heart. She was shaking. It broke my she was heart. shaking. It, it broke Let me my tell heart. you something. Mama acted, she acted in that role.
0: Oh, all of them are acting. She, they are
1: acting like,
0: down. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Because season one was rough. Yeah. <laughs> like, the acting on season one was pretty rough. And I still have an issue with the writing. Um, a little bit, I feel like they tend to write these lofty, um, poetic moments a little too much because these are girls from the Bronx. Like, you don't necessarily need to give them these soliloquies and these these... These longest you monologues know. about life, right. about
1: being a great mother. That's not how they were talking. Please right. cut it out. <laughs> right, that's not that, how they were talking. I'm, to I'm each other. not
0: right. I'm a hold Janet and Co. I'm a hold y'all to the flame. Let's keep let's keep shit Come a buck on. here. Let's keep a like buck even shit. especially especially episode two. There was a part where where um where Blanca was like kind of going off a bit, and I'm like, so you mean to tell me a Dominican girl from the Bronx or from well from New York because I don't know if she's from Bronx or Harlem. I don't remember like that's how she goes off with minimal education like like we couldn't get a like, like like just get real for a minute and I think it'll it'll help break that layer that you can still kind of see with the acting a little bit I think it'll help like open that up if they just allow the writing to be more honest and be less like lofty and theatrical and you know <laughs> and very, another <laughs> very pull together. Right. And Dominique Jackson. Oh. Love everything that she brings to the show. Everything she brings but to girl, the show. Even if y'all her, even, cut, even
1: her bad acting. I think you know I was just about to say I think her I, bad acting is perfect for the character she's playing.
0: Yeah, I that's the point I was just about to make. Yeah. And see because in episode two, because I'm not gonna lie. I do kind of want them to tone down the monologues with her a little bit because it's just not the acting is just, is bad. Love Dominique. She's beautiful. She's plays the role phenomenally. She plays that role phenomenally. She, she walks ballroom like she's been doing it since she was born. Like, Well, she has in real life. girl.
1: She's an icon in no, the ballroom
0: when scene. I, no, no. When I say from when she was born, I mean literally the minute she came out of her mom, <laughs> Like in Trinidad or in Tobago because she's from Tobago. Shout out to the Caribbean. <laughs> we doing it. Um... But like the episode two to me was the first time where the bad acting worked. It worked. I agree. It it connected mm-hmm. because it made sense. It made sense. It made sense. Like, like oh she, I
1: get it. The, that's why she's the acting evil. Like
0: this. The the yeah like because it's like this regal unnecessarily regal this because and that's the only thing I will say with Dominique. I would I I, I look forward to the day where they break her ceiling. And they show the real Dominique. And I want that over pronunciation, over alliteration. I want that to stop. And I want a moment with her where she's just speaking. And I've seen interviews with her because I, like I said, I've looked into this. That's how I know she's from Tobago. I've seen interviews of her and she doesn't talk like that. And I get it. Someone made a point. I saw someone making a point where she is Caribbean. So I think she just tries to over pronounce to make sure that it's all correct. But I've seen her speak and I've seen it not sound like this. Like she's British and she's, you know, like it doesn't, 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 she talks like Lisa Vanderpump and it's not necessary. (laughs) Like, so I am looking forward to the day, but it it worked. Episode two, season two, it worked.
1: She said it's called my new signature when she, when she snatched it. listen.
0: (laughs) Listen When she snatched that shit And she said what the fuck is this It's my new signature I said yeah Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah You gonna be a bitch Like there's Be the bitch Be the bitch Like lean into bitch. it Lean into lean it, be into it. Lean fully And I also love the fact that she's a dominatrix now Like Oh that's yes. so hot And so cool. And I like how And I like how she was like Oh, you know, I'm still going to keep my day. Because let me tell y'all hold something. If I ever come up in a way to make some good-ass money that is not necessarily illegal, I'm still going to keep my day job. So niggas just think I got a good-ass day job. But I'm going to do whatever that is on the side. Got to. <laughs> like, I'm going to get that back, bro. I'm going to get that back. Um, but no, Pose has been phenomenal. So great. So great. So excellent. I can't wait to see... Uh, what the rest of the season brings. I'm. How do you feel about the Ricky situation?
1: So I've seen a lot of chatter online. Um, I am very much someone that's trying to get out of these trauma-bound relationships because they've been near and dear to me for the last 18 years as I've been dating. Um, a nigga screaming out to me in the heat of passion, fight for us when me fighting for you is with me showing up. For you, me not cheating on you, me bringing Hello. you to this house, me giving you a place to sit, stay, me putting my name on the line for you to be my man. um, That was me fighting for you. Right. But you going on tour, living your dream out, fucking on me, is not mm-hmm. grounds and I, for me and I, and I, oh to fight for you. It's like... When we when we when will we stop this happy ending that's toxic? This happy ending that that has Ooh, to say end that. with somebody same having way. to sabotage their integrity, having to sabotage their moral compass. Like, come on, y'all. Like, we don't have to just fall for any old damn thing for the sake of love. Like, love should not be painful. Ooh,
0: let me tell you something. There's two things that I really want to point out. And I'm so, I'm so, friend, I'm so happy you said that. Because it goes back to like people thinking that someone loving you, really loving you, means they have to put up with your bullshit, means you can put them through as much trauma. Um, harm pain as you want to and because they love you they're supposed to stay there and take all that shit no that ain't love bitch that's a doormat <laughs> like that's not what that is yeah. and the the part when I see you when this mo- moment happened I like stood up when he said I even let you fuck me raw. he didn't say this but when he basically said I even let you fuck me raw," Again, because that's I what guess. monogamy is I
1: said yes he said, He said because I thought we were monogamous. That's what he said.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because that's... Just because you're monogamous with someone, especially back then when you didn't have things like prep and all that kind of... does not mean they won't put you at harm. Yep. Because you never know what someone is thinking know. on the inside that, of their mind. And that is when so many people get caught up because you get comfortable and you never think that person would do anything to put you at harm but when people are being selfish Mm -hmm. they aren't thinking about anyone but they're not even really thinking about their self they're thinking about a need a want a lust things and i and i was like y'all are doing this like you i've never seen that on tv before yeah never that specifically on tv Mm -hmm. before calling that is why pose is needed that is why pose is needed because you're not going to see that on tv not for for us. No. Not for and that's important for the young gays that are watching. Don't just start fucking some nigga raw because he's your boyfriend. Like if you're not on prep, or whatever the case may be, like even if you're on prep, girl. Even if you're on prep, l- listen, but like don't like don't.
1: No. There's no need to do it. It feels just no. as good with the condom. I promise you.
0: I'm going to... Uh, so, the next thing that I want to discuss. I don't know what we're going to Um. Bitch!
1: <laughs> I have to go. I have to, I have to hit. We're going
0: to move on to the next... We're going to move on to the next <laughs> topic. That's grown up gay after
1: dark. <laughs> Bitch, we're going to do a whole Pride Month segment on that. Okay?
0: <laughs> uh, We're going to move on to the next topic. Um, so <laughs> that took me down. Yeah, it did. Me too. Um, speaking of being down, <laughs> unfortunately, um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Portia Williams and Dennis McKinley have split. Hmm. Uh, the couple that have been together for almost a year, um, who just walked, well, no, I'm sorry. A little bit over a year, just welcomed their daughter, um, a few months ago. And there were. Uh rumblings, I wanna say like two months ago about Dennis uh cheating with some, some light skinned lady. Um and you know, Dennis and his PR team denied it. Um I follow his um his PR per what the- what do you consider call them? Publicist, I'm sorry. Publicist, yeah. Uh yeah, I follow his publicist. Um and he they were like strongly denying the accusation that he was cheating on Porsche. Um but You know, as of right now, the relationship is done. Uh, The wedding is called off. And, you know, baby Pilar (sighs) might not have a two-parent household right now. So um, season 12 is going to be interesting. Hmm. I have to say, season 12 is going to be interesting. Um, between, um, Between... Nini, you know, being stopped from from um, recording, she's apparently um, due to now I've seen a few things. They said due to contracts. They said due to negotiations. They said due to her assaulting the staff. There's been a few things kind of thrown out as as to why Nini hasn't been filming. Um, and then apparently, you know, there's talks of, uh, well, not talks of like Kenya is coming back. And then there's talks of. A Phaedra. I want Phaedra to come back so bad. Oh, my God. Phaedra coming back, even just as, like, a friend of the show on a few episodes would just be so good. Please give it to me, Bravo. But I just, this season's going to be interesting, so.
1: Yeah, so, I'm excited season. to see it. I want to I see Phaedra back. I want to see Apollo. I want to see Kenya. I want to see Nene. Yeah, I'm excited about this season. And, I, and, and, uh, I mean, listen, w- we knew the whole Portia Dennis thing was not going to work out. Dennis was on that bullshit during the regular season, not wanting to really give up his bachelor boy lifestyle, not really ready to commit. Instead. I don't agree. I I feel like I feel like he was so hesitant, so I like, don't agree ag- against I, it. I really I do don't agree. Expect
0: I think it was ironically. I think it was the other way around. I think Portia was very. Portia wanted a baby. I'm going to be very honest. Portia wanted a baby in a ring and she didn't want to give up. And this is what I think it is. I think Portia knew everything she was portraying the situation as it wasn't. I think she knew what was real and what wasn't. And I think that's why she never wanted to give up her security. When a woman does not want to give up.
1: That's true.
0: Her safety and her security is for a reason. That's for a reason. It's because there is something, not a, a woman, when a person yeah. period, doesn't want to give up their safety and their security, it's for a reason it's because there's something about who whoever they're with that makes them feel unsafe and unsecure and Portia was like, I don't know what's going on with you sis, but I'm not selling my house I'm not giving up my house in Duluth um, why are the police so loud, I'm sorry, I'm not giving up my house in Duluth, uh, Where you're gonna make that 40 minute drive, you're selling your condo, oh no, you're renting it, okay So, yeah, that's fine. You can live in my basement. Like, she knew better. And I think Dennis also was hesitant. But I think Dennis was also ready to keep the facade up, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I think he was, like, ready to buy the big house, make it look like everything was everything. Whereas Portia was like, everything is kind of everything, but I'm going to stay over here. Like, (laughs) just because I know, you know, niggas ain't shit, so I'm just going to, like, make sure I'm good regardless, so... We'll see, though. We'll see.
1: I hope it works out for them. I really do. I I, I want the best for Portia, but I think she'll bounce Me back too. from this. And she, you know, she'll be great. And Portia's hilarious. She's a working girl.
0: She's hilarious. She's beautiful. She's bodied. She's. And
1: yeah, she's, she's, out she's out of her good. shell. So she'll be fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Because because when Portia, first, when Portia first came on the show, she was definitely tighter than a goddamn. Clam. Uh, she, an, was. she was. She was clam
0: E. Like she was. She was, and now she's free and, and fun and flirtatious and sexy and yeah. So season twelve should be should be uh, one for the books. Let's hope at least, because Lord, don't need another repeat of last season. No. Um. So we're gonna move on to the BET Awards. Yes. Um. Mm. It was an eventful show, to say the least. Didn't ask yeah, the police yeah, to chime in, but you know this is New York, so they always do. <laughs> um. Malik, what were your, some of your favorite moments from the BT Awards?
1: Um, Lizzo, you know, I mean, she shut it down. I think she did such a great job. I don't know that damn flu. song.
0: Which, I forgot what song did she perform.
1: She did Truth Hurts.
0: Why I'm In Great. Did that song?
1: Yeah, uh-huh. It's, it's it's more trap.
0: You know what? Know. You're right. Now that you say that, I noticed, and this is not that it's a negative, but I noticed that there's, there was a, like, a stark difference between her BET Awards performance and then her performance at the uh, MTV Movie and TV Awards.
1: Oh, she was definitely pandering. She oh, was
0: yeah. pandering like shit. And it made me a little uncomfortable because I'm like, you're black and you don't have to, like, <laughs> extra it up. She was being very, like, purposely urban, <laughs> like, in yeah. certain things that she was saying. It was just like, sis, it's not really necessary, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I felt like she was pandering, and I also, but 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 then I kind of think about her performance from, uh, what what late-night TV show was that when she did, like, the, she came out with the chicken wings and, and the braids and... Oh, I
0: don't remember that.
1: Oh, yeah, she's done a lot of really urban things, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the, the get or the toe, it's just, it felt, uh-huh. it felt like she was trying, like... Yeah, like she was saying "nigga" a lot. <laughs> she was like, "It
1: felt, it felt forced." Yeah,
0: it felt, it felt a little forced. Well, but well, but well, her performance I, I was like, good though.
1: But then I kind of thought, like, well, maybe she's, maybe she's like getting in her like Miss Supreme Rap Supreme Rat Bitch bag, you know, like because this is the first time I've ever seen Lizzo in her Rat Bitch bag. And here's the thing: I know Lizzo's been out for a while, but I'm just not getting into her. So, so, a lot of people uh, are. Um, yeah. So for me, she could have been doing that Get a Rat Bitch shit, and I just don't know about it because I'm not. I don't even think
0: it's ghetto rap shit, rat bitch shit. It was just a lot. Like it just seemed a lot. Like it's not. It didn't. I don't think it took away anything from her performance. Well, maybe a little. No, absolutely. Maybe just a little. But I mean, it was still a good performance. But it was just. It was noticeable to me to the point where I was like. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Agreed. no, she did do. Uh, she had a great performance. Over. She had a really good night. Rihanna gave her a standing ovation. She looked cute on the BET award. I mean, on the red carpet. So like.
1: Oh, I love that wood grain.
0: Yeah.
1: It was beautiful. It was made by a uh, House of Holland. Actually, custom.
0: Shout out to House of Holland. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Um, Lizzo was definitely a highlight. Um,
1: Who else did you like? Outside of
0: Mary J Blige, which we're gonna get into. That's a whole separate section. Um, who What? oh Cardi I thought Ooh. Cardi opening up was really strong the Very only strong. critique I have there and this is again I'm a performance person the lip syncing right don't oh. mind it at all I don't mind it at all she was yeah. dancing she had choreo I promise you I don't mind it at all I just needed to sound realistic I feel like everyone needs to step into the Beyonce and Celine Dion class of lip syncing because when those two do it They do it well. Um, I need y'all to realize it's supposed to sound like you're performing, not like a studio clip. So we need to... Right. We need to get that together. Um, And always, remember, the key is, girls, don't lip the whole thing. You do the intro and the outro live. Everything else you can lip because that throws people off. Okay? Or you might want to throw in a live section in the middle where you're talking to a crowd or something. If it's a tour, you know... Just make sure
1: something it, needs to be loud right.
0: there's a few pieces need to the mic needs to actually be on, but outside of that she it is funny because press is not um all that to me like it's a cute song. it's kind of fun. It should not be a single in my personal opinion, but I like the fact that she didn't shy away from it. She still gave it a full performance, like the team over at Epic is going full force ahead. Regardless of of whether the song is performing like how they wanted to or not, and I, I for one appreciate that because you yeah. yeah. never let the bitches see that you're sweating, even if you are. Yeah,
1: agreed. I think, I, yeah, I feel you. I, I do appreciate that they are full steam ahead, regardless of because the song it's like I think it's number sixty on Billboard right now, Hot One Hundred. So I agree, full steam ahead for Cardi. The video comes out tomorrow at ten o five. Um, so. Did the, the video come out? Be It'll more, most uh,
0: likely come out with this episode then. Shout out to that.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll come out with, with this episode. So the video's out. It'll we'll be out tomorrow at 10.05. Um, and, you know, shout out to Cardi. And shout out to Colin Carter, her stylist.
0: Yes, he's doing a damn thing. Um, were there any other yes performance um, moments I... for you or moments in general? Oh, I loved Regina um, Hall.
1: Her opener was amazing. Yes,
0: I love the 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 the, the old to Beyonce if you will. Um I loved her doing the but then it then it. Like all that was really cute to me. I love the whole Regina Hall versus Regina King thing. That was really cute. Um
1: Right. That moment was was it was so funny to me. Like I could not stop laughing. I just love how Regina Hall is out. She just I just think She's a great actress, especially when it comes to live TV. I felt like she really committed to every scene that she was in, whether she was that good or not. Like, she committed to it, and she really um, just was in character the whole time. I loved her opening, the whole Coachella thing. That was really she, cute. You know, really, rep- really represented for D.C. Everybody on stage was actually from D.C., which was impactful, you know. so
0: Shout out, shout out to the DMV.
1: Die D M V and also shout out to Taraji because she came by and did her thing and Wasn't 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 she? I'ma know how to shake that. I love I
0: love that. That that brought someone much- that filled my heart with.
1: It. Yeah, I loved Taraji coming out. Like I said, this is this is Black Girl Magic. They were this having a good ass time. They're having a great time. You know, next you and I are gonna host the B T
0: Wars, bitch. I don't know if they're ready for all that.
1: Let me tell you something. We would turn
0: it out. I don't think they're ready because see, we can. We, we would turn them. it out. Okay,
1: we would turn it out,
0: bitch. It would be crazy. They might not even need performers if we're there.
1: No, if we're there, bitch, it would it would it would just be us tributing everybody. Right. <laughs> <the whole concert. laughs> <You know? laughs> I, 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 <laughs> bitch, you and I were there. Be you I. We'll perform
0: your songs for you. Just sit out. <laughs> we got yeah, to we'll do the songs for you, and <laughs> and, um,
1: and then we'll invite special guests to come perform with us. Right. That'll be our That'll
0: show We'll <laughs> 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 <gasps> 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 be the best thing that happened to them since Will and Jada. Remember when Will and Jada hosted. They were great. They they did good. Remember when Monique hosted, and she she did um crazy in love. Monique,
1: bitch did she did Crazy in Love, she did Deja Vu, toe it up. Monique is probably the greatest BEC Awards host of all time. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna go her one, uh Will and Jada at two because I their year still to me was just perfect. Um and then maybe Steve and um Cedric at three.
1: Steve, I agree. Steve Cedric at three. Um no no one else is memorable. Jamie Foxx, uh he just hoping. okay. He, see?
0: Oh, yeah, when Michael Jackson died. Yeah. You know why I remember that year? Remember? Because
1: Beyonce performed Maria.
0: Girl, now. No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> when they had Sierra sing heal the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that shit was so funny. I remember everyone on Twitter was like, um, of all the songs y'all want Sierra to perform for Michael Jackson, y'all chose Heal the World? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean Ooh. the bitch that can glide and stride all of them through the stage is gonna sit and sing Heal the World? Really?
1: She sang it in falsetto.
0: Did she? She It was, I'll never forget that. That shit was fun Um speaking of sierra she i don't know why she didn't perform um or, yeah trina should have performed
1: trina should have performed because trina has the music perform i mean it could at least have trina on the um the pre-stage you know what i'm saying The uh,
0: oh speaking of female rappers from miami city girls oh they were awful period she was awful <laughs>
1: period period bitch
0: Period. You know, I've just accepted the fact that Karish, Karish, I mean, she's pregnant. That's not an excuse because she's That's always been a bad performer. Babe, I know. I'm just trying to, like, rationalize it while also letting y'all know it's not a gen, like a <laughs> valid ration, rationale. But um, she did perform. Um, so kudos to her for that. I personally wish they would have gotten... Um,
1: a hologram of JT to come
0: out? <laughs> something. <laughs> 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 they should have live streamed JT from the cell. From the cell, <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: put this bitch on Instagram. Right, so
0: something. Period. Period. Speaking it's of that, bad. JT might be home in the next ninety days. So let's, you know, I hope so. I hope so because Lord, they need to give Carisha a rest. Uh, they to sit her down. Y'all see the girls for um, princess them back and give them. You know what? If out. those two bitches didn't hate each other, that would be a put great them- thing.
1: No, they—they that they, they
0: cool. Are they?
1: I mean, they just performed.
0: Girl, that was a ba- that was a bag. You you know them always ain't turning out no damn money
1: you damn so you saying solange sent them a booking and they came on down there sure did I mean, came on came on up they there.
0: came right on through <laughs> damn they, would you okay. i would put it to the side for my little stack you know my little my little 3k, I, 3K my little listen, 5k whatever they if have
1: somebody for say yeah. I'm, I'm gonna send you 10k i definitely would would
0: put aside my uh my beef with the bitch wouldn't you because that is sure that, that is needed right, right right like let's you ready yeah. <laughs> You going to do Soprano or I I I got okay I got the second verse you okay yeah. not, listen quick fast cool. and in a hurry um but yeah, back I, to the BET awards I, I with the bitch <laughs> um, um so yes BET awards yeah, let's it just was,
1: it, like I said it was a good show overall and um you know I guess the highlight was really the Lifetime Achievement Award.
0: Absolutely, Mary um, was definitely between Mary and Kim and Rihanna. Oh, you yeah. know, coming out and just you know gr- blessing us with her presence. Um, that was definitely the highlight of the show for me. Everything else was cool, was cute, but it was really good. And it's funny because in this very same episode, we discussed '90s and early, to- early 2000, uh music. And I realized afterwards that we did not mention that Nan, Mary J. Blash song, <laughs> or album. So we are trifling. Uh, Mary definitely reminded us that she is that girl um, knocking on 50 and looks amazing. Body snatched. Um, just a great performance. A great performance. And it's good to see someone that's been through as much as Mary has been get their flowers so publicly and still at such a young age because like she's not 70 you know what I mean she's not like mm-hmm. 85 and can't really know what's going like she's she was fully cognizant she was able to put on the performance that she was she wanted to put on she was able to get the person she wanted to introduce her to introduce her and it just felt so good and then Kim came out and baby Kimberly Denise
1: oh Kimmy Blanco
0: Listen, she shut, yo, Kim has presence that like not many people have, like, and and this is no cap, Mary, uh, Kim, Beyonce, Whitney, Michael, now there's varying levels, but those four for me are four people that like, it's like, they're, it's like, you know, they're coming and then they come and you're like, Ooh, they're here. Like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: yes. Kim. Like, like, when Kim came back, when she said, I told you once, I told you twice. Like, I wasn't ready. Like, like it's in, it's like that vibe, that that power that's behind what yeah. she's saying in her body, the way
0: she's and moving. And she moves. Like, Kim, she moves. Kim moves. Like, you she can moves. say whatever you want to about people who have gotten their surgeries, how it affects their performance. You can say whatever you want to about age, how it affects performance. None of that affects Kim these other girls bought bodies and they can't move in them, Kim bought hers and can still fucking get down. Like, yeah. Kim get down. performs and there's energy, there's presence, there's charisma, there's just, oh, like,
1: It's why she's the queen.
0: Like, like, hands down.
1: Uh, and I wish people would just respect it. Like, the other day, my friend is so petty. Um, I posted, I was posting some videos of little Kim on Instagram. He was like, uh, she's not the queen, Nick's the queen. I'm like, girl, nobody's even talking about her.
0: Like, <laughs> I'd have been like, that's fine in her kingdom, but over here, over
1: here, Mama, over here. <laughs> Jimmy
0: Blanco, right? Um, so yeah, that was the tribute was was awesome. Um, Mary was jigging, Mary was oh. grooving, Mary was getting Go down. Mary. Go, Ma- Mary. <laughs> Go Mary! Go Mary! That's so listen. The BT awards are so black, oh, and, yeah. it, and it, it it reminds me that it feels like I have my qualms with BT for a plethora of reasons, and they're very valid. But the BET Awards is usually a black good time. And it was definitely a black ass. Is there anything we're missing? I'm trying to think.
1: Um, you know what? Let me think. Uh,
0: I don't even know who won anything. Fantasia <laughs> like, performed. You know what? You're right. She sure did. And she looks amazing. Fantasia looks fabulous. I don't care for whatever this song is.
1: This song needs to stay at home.
0: Don't care for it, but she looks phenomenal. Like
1: don't care, don't really want.
0: Don't she care. said, she said, "What's big, sweetie? <laughs> not my <upper> body." <laughs> like, yeah, Fantasia looks amazing right now. Um, so shout out to her. But this song,
1: <laughs> it's yeah, I'm not feeling it.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah. I don't think it's anything. Not, it's definitely
1: not a single
0: it's not much of anything it it literally she's performing the whole time and i was like so is something gonna happen like
1: what, what see m- my grievance with fantasia is that she she posts all these very you know cutting edge pictures on instagram and on social media but her music doesn't <laughs> match
0: well you know to see the thing is fantasia is one of those like fantasia is like, Fantasia's like an auntie no matter how much you dress your auntie up, no matter how many times she switch out that wig, she got, she still she's gonna still be gonna be auntie. You know what I mean? She's be Whether she's giving you like a lace or like you know a you know a frontal, or she's giving you like a quick weave, whichever auntie it is, it's still auntie. Yeah. So I've just come to like my terms in regard to that and Fantasious music. Although I will say. I do enjoy the majority of her albums. I can't say that for a lot of people. So,
1: well, yeah. Um, I was just I was bored, and I also was bored with Lil Nas's his performance as well too. Um,
0: I forgot that he performed. Um, yeah. Bored. Black people, we need to stop acting like Billy Ray Cyrus is God. I'm gonna just say it.
1: Oh my fucking
0: god. Um, fuck I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, she's cute on the song or whatever the case may be is, but like. He has one song that y'all know stop fronting stop acting like y'all y'all been down to the rodeo you haven't and What's and this is coming I don't my a that achy breaky heart song oh
2: yeah.
0: that's his one hit, and it's ironic because that's he's a one hit wonder technically, and he's on this song with with someone that a lot of people are calling a one I'm not calling him that I have not checked out Lil Nazi's music to know whether he's a one hit wonder or not. But I'm tired of this song, and I'm tired of y'all acting like we really care about Billy Ray Cyrus, because for all we know, he sits right next to Trump because I don't think he's Every really day. down with the down with the down with the down with the. You know. So we, we just <gasps> you know what is realized? What?: Solange wasn't there. Oh my God.
1: Well, Solange was in Paris, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Why she should have performed. That would have been the place for her to perform bins. That would have been the place. If there was ever a time for Solange to perform that damn song, at the BET Awards would have been it.
1: Down, down,
0: down on the floor. That's my shit. Is that Ben? That's not Ben's. Oh shit. <laughs> Ben's, really? Ben's, Ben's is the song. <laughs> and you said down, down, down on the floor with such confidence. No, that's confidence. not. I that's. <laughs> That's not Ben's. No, it's not. Ben's is the is rap ish song with the dream. Oh, wow. okay. I don't, I'm not familiar Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's the video where she's like recording on her MacBook and she's twerking. Have you not seen the visual for When I Get Home?
1: I haven't seen
0: When I Get Home. Oh. Okay. I've been busy. It's been months, but okay. It's okay.
2: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
0: It's okay. It's we're gonna, you know, in due time, you know? <laughs> in due time. Um <laughs> you just get there, okay? Um <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> um anything else for B E T before we wrap her on up?
1: You know
0: what? I think I'm good on B. T. Good on BET. BET! Y'all know what time it is. Shut up. Anyway. I know. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's Growing Up Gay. We hope you guys have enjoyed. It was a long episode, but, you know, we were gone for a week, so we wanted to treat you. And honestly, we were having fun, so things ran a lot (laughs) longer than we thought it would. But we hope you all enjoyed. Um, again, please make sure you are following us on social media. Uh, make sure you interact with this. Uh, all the questions and stuff we're going to ask you in regard to this week's episode. Uh, make sure you're telling a friend about the show. Make sure you're rating us five stars on iTunes. Uh, reposting us on social media. Um, again, you can get your pride um, gear. <laughs> we have a few different items that you can purchase. Um, and links will be available in the, you know... Info box below um, You can follow the show on Instagram At grown G-R-O-W-N Up gay uh, you can follow us On Twitter at growing up gay Underscore um, You can follow Malik On Instagram at Malik
1: Khalid Yoga You can follow me on Twitter at Yo Malik Y-L-M-A-L-I-K uh, You can follow Vaughn on Instagram Although he doesn't have anything there At Vonagram
2: Mm-hmm, Follow mm-hmm. Vaughn
1: on Twitter at underscore Vaughn V-A-U-N. Follow the show on no Twitter. H. At growing up gay underscore
0: and make sure you email us. Make sure you reach out to us if you have any questions, if you want to ask us anything, if you want to know more, if you want to get personal, whatever the case may be, is if you need advice, you can reach out to us at Vaughn, V-A-U-N, at growingupgay.com or Malik, M-A-L-I-K, at growingupgay.com. You can email the show at grownupgay at gmail.com or grownupgaypodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and have a wonderful week. Wonderful, wonderful,
1: wonderful week. (laughs) Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend.
0: Holla. Peace.